In this week's episode, we're back at full strength on the ice as Anthony returns from injury, and I show up fashionably late with a guest after a Disneyland birthday trip. The new AP popcorn buckets are here, and the world has lost its mind. The lines were crazy, man. And how many AP buckets are there exactly? Where's Sully? And is anything else sold out? We'll have all your answers or die trying. Also, American Idol, Star Wars Night Park Do, The Incredicoaster, and more on this lined-up episode of the Mousepire Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. Before we get to that, uh, Anthony has his voice back. Yeah. Yay. But, yeah, it's Tim's birthday. Happy birthday, Tim. Oh. Wait. Oh, it's an empty chair. And a microphone. Yeah. I don't see Tim. I pour one out for him, my him, I guess. I um, I'm pour out an alien bucket for him, I guess. You know what? This is more cake for us. True. And uh, when he listens to this later, you say, there was cake? Yep, but we ate it. <laughs> all right so yeah tim not, is not here he's in line for uh a popcorn bucket or something i have no idea where he's, he's, in, lucky, he's in line with everybody else apparently everybody and their mother was in line for a popcorn bucket today but you know we're gonna wait till uh tim actually arrives here right. or no when tim lands when tim lands we will talk popcorn buckets but yeah until then we are gonna start with american idol what oh it's time for me to go to the bathroom i guess <laughs> Well, we all know that American Idol is now on ABC, so it's part of the Disney company. And, uh, yeah, I got this uh, strange little, well, it wasn't strange, but I got a little message yesterday saying that American Idol uh, trucks and the crew were setting up over at Disneyland. Basically, I was like, well, that's interesting because I was just actually watching American Idol. And at the end, Ryan Seacrest said, we're going to Disneyland. And they announced uh, they were going to be doing a Disney night on April 29th, so that's Sunday coming up. They will be doing a Disney-themed night for the first time. And, well, you know, Dancing with the Stars does it because it's ABC. So You had to figure it was inevitable and that it was going to be an automatic. Right. So I guess uh, American Auto Crew, the production, were setting up yesterday. And I was in the park today, and I saw one of the lights set up over by 
Sleeping Beauty Castle in that one little area where they put those turrets. What are they called? Turrets? Is that what it's called? Sure. Okay. Well, you know, those new little structures they put before the 60s. Oh, right. Yeah. Guard towers. Yeah, those guard towers that the projection comes off for the fireworks. So, yeah, there was just uh, some lighting over there. And, you know, of course, there was an American Idol guy there with his lanyard that says American Idol and just standing there guarding it. So I guess that was his job to guard because they weren't going to have a Disney security guard over there doing that. (laughs) I don't know. They were busy uh, in the Esplanade taking taking passes away from pass holders. But we're going to get to that later, too. But, yeah, American Idol is uh, filming in the parks this week. So we, I thought, you know, I mean, I was thinking maybe they're going to have a the show on Sunday be filmed there, you know, maybe over at the Hyperion Theater or something like that. But I think, you know, I don't think that's happening because uh, Anthony told me today that D23 announced that uh, for gold members that they were able to make a reservation and hurry up to sign up to go to the taping on Sunday. So when I looked that up, it actually said it was going to be filmed at the CBS studios over there where they film it. So it's not being filmed at Disneyland. So I think they're just going to be doing those things where the, the contestants are running around the parks and the judges are running around the parks and just doing, you know, stuff like that. So I don't think there'll be any singing going on. Uh, I know one of our followers wants to know if Katy Perry's going to be there. <laughs> and uh, you know what? She might. I don't see why they wouldn't have all the judges, you know, over there running around with Mickey and all that. So, but what, as far as when or, you know, where, we don't know. We just know that they're filming there this week. I might bet if the, the, there's going to be any of uh, Katie or uh, Dana Menzel or any of those people, they might be there Friday or Saturday. Yeah. Or maybe early Sunday yeah. because I don't know what time they actually tape. Do you know what time they actually tape? Okay, well, that's a uh, that's a, uh, um, a good question because they also announced that for the first time that they were going to be going live in all time zones, basically. So uh, 5 o'clock our time here, they will be live on Sunday and all time zones. The Just be like watching the Grammys or something, the, how the wars are now. They're all live, so you can watch it right when they happens. That's going to happen on American Idol. And uh, speaking of uh, Adina Mazel, she is going to be a guest um, mentor on the show. She's going to be helping out the contestants this week. Of course she is. So and, and of course you know she's going to be performing on Sunday too. So she won't let it go. <laughs> I doubt it. She's going to let it go. So yeah, she's going to be a guest on the American Idol this Sunday, and like I said, helping the contestants. But yeah, I mean it's it's you know it's pretty cool. You know, the View taped at Disneyland. You know, a lot of shows come on taped at Disneyland. You know, so it's pretty cool to see that you know going on. I know there's a lot of people who don't. Care. It just doesn't make sense that if they were going to do a Disney episode and they were going to have taping at Disneyland. Why not just go all out and tape at Disneyland? I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I don't see why they couldn't have done it at the Hyperion Theater. I mean, that's a good set. You know, you can go ahead and throw some judges' chairs and, you know, have the contestants come out. But maybe there's just the logistics is too much and too much, you know, the because, you know, the production company is paying for this, you know, and and I did talk about before how they already went over budget with the judges because they're paying them so much money to be there. So, I don't know. But you know what? I think it's pretty cool. It's a little exciting there to to know that American Idol is there in the neighborhood. You know who I want to see at Disneyland? Who? Left Shark. 
<laughs> that hurt me. That was funny. <laughs> so if you guys are in the park and you see all these film crews and things like that, well, that's what it is. American Idol is taping in the parks this week. And uh, if you're lucky, you might be able to run into one of the judges or all three of them. All right, so moving on. Hey, we got a, a special announcement uh, that was posted today and that they are actually doing a second Disneyland After Dark Star Wars night. Money, money, money. They need to make some more money. They want all your money. <laughs> all I got to say is they're smart. They're very smart. It's kind of like, you know, you go watch your favorite band and you want to go see their concert and it sells out. They're all another night just been added. So they added another night. But well, you know what? No, this is not the same though, because another night would be added as if they had added it the night before. Well, because I, the thing is, is that I'm going to go ahead. Cause I'm going to go into okay, a rant. Okay. He's going to rant. So I just want to say it's smart of them to actually say, Hey, you know what? Everybody wants wanted to come to this event. It's sold out. Let's do another night. I think that's smart on Disney's part. So before Anthony goes on with his rant, the second night will be on May 9th. And it's the same, you know, as the the one on May 3rd. But you'll be able to start buying your tickets on May 1st. So And no AP pre-sale for this one. Which is smart, too. It's all first come, first serve, first you suck. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I mean, everything, what, what's happening on this night is the same as the one that's happening on the third. See, I didn't even actually read this one yet. I read what, I wanted to know what they were going to, while you're reading, you want me to rant real quick? No, 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 no I'll, I'll get to it. I, I was just telling you, I didn't read it. Okay. Anything. So it says here, as a reminder, beginning May 4th, all Disneyland Park guests will be able to enjoy these new and returning Star Wars experiences. And we did talk about March of the First Order with Captain Phasma. That was going to start at the May 3rd party. And we did say, hey, you know, it does make sense to go ahead and have it run through. Just not have, not just have it for one night, to have it, you know, for the rest of the, the days or whatever, for the month or whatever they're going to be doing. And uh, so that's going to be happening over there in Tomorrowland. Also, we talked about Ray will be coming over for a meet and greet. So, and then. Oh, there it is. Right here, it says Hyperspace Mountain. This popular transformation of Space Mountain returns. And I actually posted that, well, yesterday that it was coming back. So. Which, of course, uh, we already said that it was very likely that if they were going to turn it back on for the Star Wars night party that it was likely that they were going to leave it on for at least May the 4th. But this would seem to indicate that it's going to be on much further past that, at least as far as the 9th, if not through the summer again. So, but this does verify everything that we said that most likely the March of the first order with Captain Phasma will, will be remaining in the park in Tomorrowland. I was asked whether that would be, like a show or what that is i'm it's just a procession yeah through tomorrowland kind of like how the stormtroopers walk around just walk around this will probably be more of like an organized procession where they'll have to have uh you know uh character cast members will have to clear the way or maybe the stormtroopers will do it themselves clear the way clear the way and then right. other stormtroopers will be following in line with phasma 
we'll I'll just have to see how they'll do that, especially so considering gonna, how crowded it gets in are Tomorrowland. Are going to have Death Troopers? I don't know. <laughs> they, there's no reason for them to put Death Troopers with Phasma. I just assume it's going to be more First Order Stormtroopers. We already have two. I expect they'll probably add at least two or, or four more That'd for a nice. total of six. That'd be nice. So if not at least four, I would say. But uh, And then we already knew that Ray was coming. That's no big surprise. Right. Uh, like I said, Hyperspace Mountain, we said that if they were going to bring it back for the party, that most likely it would stick around for a little while because it doesn't make any sense for them to stick that disc in there and then take it right back out again right away. But... This at least guarantees because of this new party announcement, it guarantees it's at least there until the ninth. So you're guaranteed at least a week of uh, Hyperspace Mountain. That's true. All right. So, of course, for the parties, you'll be able to access the park at 6 p.m. And, of course, you got special entertainment, including a galactic dance party and character encounters, themed decor and immersive Star Wars themed photo opportunities, specialty foods and beverage offerings and a commemorative lanyard event credential and unlimited downloads of Disney Photo Pass taken during the event. Now, did you see the additional stuff they're going to have? Yeah, that was the first thing I looked for. I wanted to know how they were going to make this worth it since a lot of the stuff that they'll be seeing in the first Star Wars night is just preview of May the 4th. How are they going to... How do they entice people with this one being that everything will have already been exposed to everybody else, other than obviously the the food and the lanyards and stuff, how is it worth ninety nine dollars? Well, I don't know if they've really achieved making this one worth it, but at least they made an effort to add some extra stuff. Uh, one of them is very of interest, although I'd be questioned if she was already scheduled to be here anyways for a signing at Wonder Ground. Now. Opportunity to be among the first to purchase solo a Star Wars story pins. Now, what we didn't say is made specific was that this party is going to be on a Wednesday. So whatever these pins are, I assume are pins that are coming out the next day on the Thursday. What Star Wars, what solo pins are not out yet? All of the solo pins already came out. Is there some new pins that are scheduled to come out already? Or are they pins that they hurriedly made just so they could have something to sell at this thing First, I don't know. It just seems weird. An additional Star Wars themed photo opportunity. So is it another photo opportunity that people at the first party aren't going to have? Probably. That's what this would imply. Now, this is interesting. An Acme Archives limited artist showcased in signing. Now, that's all cool and all, but if you have to buy an Acme Archive print, that's not really helping anybody that doesn't have the money to buy the print. If you're going to go to that. I mean, Acme, Acme Archives is cool. I have several Acme Archives pieces myself, including that one and the one behind me. But, I mean, yeah, unless you can afford to buy the actual print, the showcase and the signing really doesn't do anything for anybody. And that actually also goes for the book signing for It's Your Universe. It's very odd that they say book signing for It's Your Universe, but yet they don't mention that that book is written by Ashley Eckstein, which, of course, everybody should know is the voice of Ahsoka Tano and the creator of the Her Universe line of clothing. That you see a Star Trader. That you see a Star Trader. But it's interesting that it just says book signing for It's Your Universe. It doesn't mention 
Ashley. It doesn't mention that she wrote the book, that it's like kind of a story of her life of creating the her universe line and everything that she's done. And um, it's just very odd that it doesn't mention who the book is by. Right. It seems just, it's all very hurriedly put together. It's very vague as far as the Acme Archives part is very vague. Who's the artist? Who's the Acme Archives artist? Right, and then right, why right. I just say it mentions her universe, it's your universe. Quantities are limited. What is it not mentioning? Is it not mentioning? Obviously, you're going to have to buy the book if you want to get a book signed. <laughs> They're not just going to give you a book. <laughs> or are they? Are they going to give you a book? I mean, uh, it for the amount you're paying for this stupid party, they should give you a book that's probably, I don't know how much the book would cut is the, the street date on or street price of the book is, but they should give you the book. But they probably won't. You'll probably have to buy the book. So I don't know. It's very vague. It's very annoying that it's so vague. It really makes it, I mean, people are going to pay. People are going to go because there's so many people that didn't go, get to get tickets for the first one. They're going to be like, oh, well, I can get tickets for this one. Hey, you know what else there's still tickets for? The Friday of the uh, Jurassic Park 25th anniversary event over at Universal Studios. There's still tickets available for the Friday one. Saturday is sold out, but there's still tickets available for the Friday for $69. You get all these same kind of perks, plus you get to see the movie on CityWalk. So, hey, $69 is still available right now. You don't even have to wait until, wait until May 1st. <laughs> so just saying, just saying that you can go to a much better event over at Universal Studios for Jurassic Park instead of paying for this when you don't even really know what you're getting extra. It's like, oh, I get to purchase first some pins that nobody even knew existed. Yeah. That's not even my rant. <laughs> All right, here's the rant. I just want to say that it's just, it's it's a clear money grab. I mean, I'm not always the first one, you know, to accuse Disney of money grabs. I mean, although if you had, if I had had my voice last week, you would have heard me rant about the price of the popcorn buckets and how ridiculously overpriced those are compared to how the quality of, say, the Pluto popcorn bucket or the Oogie Boogie popcorn bucket, which was $15, as opposed to the quality of the Sully popcorn bucket, which to me is the same or less for $5 more. But like I said, this is a rant about Disneyland and cash grab, and this is just another cash grab. It's like, oh, we have this. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have been wondering whether or when they're going to find out about Star Wars Celebration 2019. Well, guess what? This is it. This is your Star Wars Celebration 2019. There's a lot of rumors going around that they're going to announce Star Wars Celebration dates on May the 4th. Well, you guys can keep on believing that. Hey, I'll eat crow if if they do announce it. But you know what? It seems like an awfully late time for them to finally announce Star Wars Celebration for 2019, unless it's going to be extremely late in the year. Because we were already just barely got an announcement for D23, which is in August of next year. D, uh, Star Wars Celebration has always traditionally gotten at least a two-year or at least a year-and-a-half announcement. Right. We're a year away from spring of 2019. We have no announcement of Star Wars Celebration yet. Well, to me, everybody out there can be all uh, optimistic about Star Wars Celebration. Me, I, I, I'll say straight out, I don't think Star Wars fans deserve Star Wars Celebration. Star Wars fans have been so terrible 
towards the franchise and everything with The Last Jedi and how terrible all the negative fans have been, talking shit on Ryan Johnson and all that stuff. They don't deserve Star Wars Celebration. You know what you deserve? You deserve to have to pay $99 for four hours or five hours in the park of doing nothing except for going to Hyperspace Mountain. That's what you deserve, Star Wars fans. And I'm a Star Wars fan, and you know what? That's what we deserve for allowing toxic Star Wars fans into our fandom or allowing them to control our fandom and be stupid. I don't even know what I was talking about, but I'm done. <laughs> All right, so if you want to uh, check out this event, like we said, the tickets will go on sale on May 1st, probably at 6 o'clock in the morning. So, yeah, stand by your phones and just keep refreshing so you can get those tickets if you're trying to get those. And once again, this event is on May 9th, and like Anthony said, I guess it's a Wednesday. So if you guys are uh, cool to go on Wednesday and don't care about work on Thursday, go check out this event. But I know Dan the Man can't because he has to work dirty. Dan the Man's so busy that he couldn't even be on his own podcast. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so this week we also got a um, a little peek of the new Incredicoaster trains. They put trains, but there's only a picture of one train. I like it. I like it, too. I mean, it's Incredibles colors. I don't know what, really know what you would have expected. Right. I mean, is it really, is it just a repainted uh, screaming co- uh, car, or is it completely brand new car? Can you tell? I... I'm not sure. I know that this has been backstage for a while, but they did have five trains of, you know, so it was easily, they could easily have taken one train out a long time ago and started on that. So that could be, um, they probably did that, but I can't really tell you for sure if it's brand new or repurposed, but it's, it is pretty cool. It looks pretty nice. It has the incredible logo on front and I'm pretty sure everyone's seen it already. I did post it up on Facebook, so you guys, if you guys haven't seen it yet, go over there, scroll down, check it out. But yeah, all I did was basically just show you a picture of it. I got an update. Tim's almost here. Tim is almost here, guys. Tim is almost here. So yeah, like I said, check out the um, Facebook post. It's posted there. Like I said, also I'll be including the picture in the episode photo. So. If you guys missed it on the page, you'll see it on the episode photo for the podcast. Yeah, they just basically just said, you know, this is coming. They just give it a little first look. They still don't even, you know, that's all. No, Nothing like. No, but related to that, we have been seeing that they have been doing testing. So it is running. It should be definitely on schedule to open June 23rd at this point, if not before. Yep. And then you know what's going to happen on June 23rd? There's a lot of people there, and you're probably going to have some parking issues. Agreed. What? I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna, I think I was going to say indeed, but then I said agreed. Who's greed? Because uh, Tim's coming? Are you thinking about how greedy he is with all the popcorn buckets? I don't know. Maybe Him it's... and Disneyland with the $99 oh, okay. four-hour parties. <laughs> That's what it is. So, yeah, um, once again, this uh, past weekend on Sunday... We had a Twitter announcement saying that, um, hey, the parking lots are full. Go home. Oh, wait, no, they didn't say go home. But they did say, once again, to go over to the convention center and park there. And you know who was there and caught up with all that uh, congestive uh, stuff? 
You? No, Michael the mail guy. Oh, of course he was. The OG mail guy. Yeah, he actually went to the parks on Sunday. I said dirty, no invite, didn't even tell me because uh, unfortunately his uh, wifey got into a car accident and uh, he did post that he wasn't going to Disneyland because of the car issue. And then I woke up and he's in the parks. Uh, it's a miracle. Uh, speaking of dirty and no invite, Fernando, Fernando Xavier Hubbard, no, uh, no invite to USC night at Dodger Stadium. No, I can, care I can understand about this not inviting this guy because he's a UCLA fan. Uh, invite him to UCLA night at Dodger Stadium. But you got to at least invite the SC fan on SC night. So, but, but you could invite dirty. a Dodger fan to a Dodger game. Who cares what they're giving out? Okay, I don't have to like the school, but I still like the going to going to a game. Partially agreed because if they were doing giving something out, at least I know I would get an extra. There you go. Exactly, <laughs> you would get the hat or whatever they were giving out. But anyway, yeah, Fernando, dirty. You need to, today. You know what? Early dirty award goes to Fernando exactly. <laughs> inviting us to the Dodger game. <laughs> you know, you go. We go on Facebook and we see we're scrolling through and we see Fernando with a happy smile on his face at the Dodger game, and we're like, "Hey, wait a minute, we didn't get an invitation to this." Especially, I want to just put it out there right now. I clearly posted a couple of weeks ago and didn't get much responses from a bunch of you uh, saying that we should get tickets for the uh, the Gay Pride Night at Dodger Stadium. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then we don't have to worry about mingling with all the stupids. Yes, yes, yes. I, you want to get tickets? Go ahead. I don't, I don't care. I'll go. But yeah. Anyway, back to the parking issues. Like we said, they did announce to go ahead and park over at uh, the convention center. And you know what? Like I said, it's gonna be a, it's gonna happen every weekend. It's gonna basically happen. You know, this Pixar Fest is uh, very very popular. Everybody wants to go and check it out. And of course, Sundays is when passes aren't blocked. You know, whatever. So yeah, Sunday seems to be pretty consistently, at least over the past year, it seems to be pretty consistent that Sunday is your bet day that all the parking is gonna be filled. Yes. So and especially now, like you say, with Pixar Fest going strong. And then especially once we get into June and we get closer to June 23rd and past that, yeah, expect for all your Sundays to be uh, nopes. <laughs> yeah, so and wait, uh, just one more thing that's a note to Michael. No events on Sundays in the summer. Oh, right. You can't go anyways. Yes, he is. Oh, he, that's right. You upgraded. About is. time, first of all. <laughs> but, hey, no, no special events on Sundays in the summer. Hey, I think somebody's here. Stand by. I hear you're knocking, but you can't come in. All right, so yeah, um, uh, hey, Tim, uh, Tim is here now. Hey, I'm here. And, Happy uh, birthday! He, and I brought a special vi- a visitor. He, uh, we'll get to that in, oh. in, a, in a second. In a second. Ooh. I just want to say that you missed uh, your birthday opening. Happy birthday you missed to it. me! It's, it's over. <laughs> you, you missed the cake. Oh, You man. missed it, everything. We ate it. it was, we ate the cake no, without we me. <laughs> yes, that's what happens when we you... We ate the cake you without snooze, we. You lose. You guys suck. And I brought you popcorn. <laughs> I wonder official why. Official Disney popcorn. Yes, it's official. No, I figured Anthony wasn't there so we could give him something. And tomorrow he's going to refrain from standing in the line yes. as long as necessary. So we're going to uh, probably... That's why I brought some for him. So All right, can. so who's who's here today? Who's here? <laughs> She's giggling. She's embarrassed. Okay, we, well, it's it's it, it's it's Tim's better half. The better one. The funnier one. The funnier half, yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> all the time. Come come say hello, hello. You, just, or you can yell it too. Say hello. Hi guys. We're getting her some headphones so she can listen in. 
Go figure. She likes the sound of my voice on the... Uh... See, I told you, it's a big difference, right? Yeah, Whoa. there you go. Now she's like listening to the podcast live. Yes, live. <laughs> live. But you still have to listen to it when uh, it comes out. So I knew you guys probably wouldn't wait completely. So what if what have we what have we talked about? Well, Let's we talked go, like, about a quick rundown. We talked about American Auto filming in the parks this week. Oh, okay. And uh, we also talked about Star Wars Night Two, the the lower class of the Star Wars Nights. We we discussed that, and you missed Anthony's rant. You missed a rant, but oh. but, but we'll get back to that. We'll if you get wanna... to the rant later, but no, we'll get back to what you want to talk about later. Uh, we did a credit coaster train. So basically, they just wrapped the same train with a new. That's what we're asking. We don't know that. We don't know whether we're trying to figure out whether they did. I know that the if coast, it's a different train, I, it I would know look the, different. I know the train was back. That train's been back there backstage for a while. So you know the California Screaming had five trains. Yeah. So they could easily took in one out a long time ago and rewrapped it. So Correct. That could have been what. My happened. only question with that is: Are they all going to look like that? And they are all they all going to be the same color? I think they should. And if if so, then they're going to have to distinct them in some other way to the dispatch, right? Because right, right, they knew them right. based on color, right? Uh, a lot of roller because they could easily have, have another train or two that has the blue costume, yeah, uh, um, theming. Maybe, yeah. I know what you're saying. A I lot would... of most roller coasters have different colored trains. It's a very right. common thing. We Millennium Force in Ohio at Cedar Point is our favorite, and that one has a blue, a yellow. Help me out here, Elizabeth. What were the colors? There's a blue train, a yellow train, and a red train. Yeah. But you had Viper at Magic Mountain has all red trains. Yeah, well, Viper is a complete piece of crap that needs to be torn down. <laughs> I always liked Viper, man. That was, that was, my was like favorite. one of my favorite. That's my favorite. It Sitting was. in the back and getting whipped over that first hill. But I, I, I understand, you know, that's an old ride. And yeah. you know, I, know just, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. It's, it's uh, past its time. I argue about this on this amusement park group I'm in pretty regularly about Viper with this one lady, Suzanne, specifically. She's like a Viper fanboy, so to speak. And uh, we consistently, she'll be, oh, it's staying forever. The park's announced they're never going to tear it down. And I'm like, you know, the ride is a walk-on every day. It never has more than a five-minute wait. It's its days are numbered. It might take a year. It might take five years. But it's its going to get torn out eventually. Plus, it's such a great spot. They could put so many great things in that location because it Viper only takes up a little bit of that spot. But the hill goes all the way up. So, I mean, they could put a giga coaster or something in that You're spot. a giga coaster. That's a 300-plus-foot roller coaster. Anyway, enough about roller coasters. What's next? What uh, we're else talking do we about, do? We're talking about parking because parking. this past Sunday, they actually tweeted out again that the parking lots were closed and you oh. had to go park at convention center. Well, we talked about this last time, so there's not much more to say there. But when it comes to parking, you and I were talking earlier today. Uh, did you post those photos? No, I didn't. So when you park in the structure, which I know these guys don't do, uh, we were there early enough. I didn't think it would be a problem today. I don't know if we're ever going to... Park in the structure again if it's past 6 p.m. You though. say that every week. You've been no, saying if that. if it's late in the day. But we were there at like 11 this morning, so we thought, no problem. We went up to Mini. We parked pretty quick. It wasn't an issue. Uh, but when you come down the escalator and you loop in to go underneath the structure, which is where the new tram loading area, all of a sudden it's banner color galore. They've They've covered the, the pylons that hold up the, the structure's roof. And they've hung this different colored banners. Diggs will post this on the mouse fire page. Just colors and They're trying to Mickey Mouse, and it just it looks up like the place. It looks like fun as opposed to gray dinginess. Yeah, she's got it right. I mean, it look it looks like a parking structure any other time. The loading area is spruced up, 
In addition to that, they've put up two. I thought they had to close that down because of fumes. Fumes. No, or... that was just you that thought that. Well, no, I thought. What was it that they said? It that... was a day to day basis. Oh, the day. Yeah. What was that about? Oh, what was this information? That the who was it? Was the yeah, fire it wasn't marshal? Just me. Yeah, the fire marshal said something. Fire marshal doesn't like the the trams being under there because there's no fire system. Oh, there's no suppression system. So they if, could easily install sprinklers. That's not that. So difficult. if um, they what they were doing was I'm sure it's more difficult than you think. But they were yeah. only letting fifty guests come in at a time to load. Oh, that makes sense. And then. Right. Yes. Oh, so they're still doing that. So, yeah, so they're still having that issue then. So, yeah, the fire marshal's still saying that they can't have some people over there. So, basically, if something happens and the fire marshal says it's it's done, that they will stop the trams altogether for a a month. Wow. So then it'll just be walking. You have to walk. Yeah. So Disney better hope that they're not. They spruce the whole area up, basically. Bienvenido. Bienvenidos, <laughs> right? How do you say it? Say it, say it the real way. You can say it loud. I didn't say it right. Well, I don't. Yeah, I said bien, bienvenido. Bienvenidos. No, it doesn't have the bien, s. On bienvenidos. There is no s okay. in this one. It just says venido. Okay. Well, I, you know, I'm unique. Uh, what was the next photo? Is this the looks really like cool there's part. about to be a convention or something. It does. It does. Yeah. it does. I'm like, oh, where's the where's the DC booth? <laughs> Uh, the next photo is really the cool part. Who's got the pops? So at, right <laughs> after you go through the security checkpoint, there's two big banners on the things, and this is what's on the banner. It's essentially a schematic of what the new structure loading area is going to look like. Ow. Uh, so the current structure has the big escalators that go down, right? And then the old tram route went kind of in a U out from those and then back under. And looped around. And what the new structure is going to do is have its escalators go directly opposite facing the current escalators. And then the the area is going to be wider than it was, it looks like, so that the lines, if they're long, because you've got twice as many people loading in the trams. All right. So if there's loading area for four or five picture. trams, then the lines can be, they can go out further. They don't hit each other as quickly. But where's security? Uh, that's a good question. I can't I, see I where security is in that. I don't think that that's it part of It looks like the... there isn't any kind of uh, separation between coming down off the escalators and enough time for there to be security before you... I agree. ...where the tram loading is. Unless the tram loading, unless you just see the tram going by and the tram's not actually loading in that area... I don't have it in front of me anymore. I wish they had a HD version of this picture. I wish we had an actual picture from Disney if they would post about it. I mean, you have to like zoom in pretty quickly, pretty close to actually look at it. But well, you can't because it's a blurry picture. Right. That's what I mean. If Disney would actually post about it, they would post a HD picture and I can actually zoom in and see. Because you see the tram going by, but just because you see the tram going by doesn't mean... Yeah, I don't know where the, I really don't know where the security will be. There's, it's not obvious, right, in the picture. Well, I mean, maybe here. Yeah, maybe there's a security on each side, but that seems right. problematic. Then, I don't. And then the other question is, I don't think that our trams look outdated the way that Walt Disney World's do. But 
will they upgrade the trams? That's another question. What it, what it says on here, though, in text is it says 6,500 additional parking spaces in a brand new structure, accelerated vehicle parking, new tram boarding area that will enhance the transportation experience to both theme parks and the downtown Disney district. Coming 2019. We'll see. I'm Dig- sure they'll have more about it and that they'll tell us at some point, hopefully. Diggs will upload these pictures to the... Uh, so the Mousepire page, I mean, if you want to see them yourself is what I mean. You can just go to the structure and go down the escalator, loop around through the line and go through security, and then they're like on both sides right before the tram loading. That's all I have to say about parking. Oh, and that they need a they need a bathroom at the Toy Story lot. <laughs> Diggs and I determined that earlier. Some lady was going to crap her pants. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> I said, he told me about, he was telling me about that, and I'm like, well, you know, if there was uh, bathroom at Toy Story, the nearest bathroom to the Eastern Security Checkpoint is is literally Denny's. Yeah. And there's no bathroom at Toy Story. What are people supposed to do? The other side, you have all of freaking downtown Disney. You have the bathroom at Mickey and Friends. You have any number of places where you can go to the bathroom if you're coming from... Or, if you're, or well, they're not really outside of security, but I mean... Mickey and Friends, that is outside of security. So, But it's like, on the other side, if they would have been smart, they would have wrapped that security around so that that way those DCA bathrooms were outside of the the checkpoint. I understand what you're saying. I think that they're... Because there's plenty of bathrooms that are inside of the checkpoint. They should have had at least one bathroom outside I know. on that side because you have Mickey Completely. and friends on the other side. Completely agree. And it's what a happens polite the- thing because what happens? What happens if she literally shit her pants because they wouldn't because security is so freaking slow? Well, here's the question: do I would have been like, you, "Are you going to clean it up? I'm going to wipe my shit all over you." Do you go in the? Do you go in your pants or do you just pull them down and? No, because if you do that, you're going to get arrested. Oh, really? Well, yeah, it'd be a decent exposure to pull down your pants and shit right what there. What if you like? In between some cars or something. What do you mean? It's in be- you're, but you're there at the check at at the buses. No, no. I mean, if you're there where you guys saw the or where he where the woman was. Oh, I thought that was in the bus loading. No, area. security. No, it was oh, at bag gotcha. check. He said, and I mean, if you're already at bag check, the bathroom's right there, and you're looking at the bathroom, but you shit yourself because they won't because they're not they're, going fast enough, or they won't let you go past the line or whatever. Yeah, I would be curious. Oh my gosh. I mean, you've seen me mad about things. If I shat myself because they were taking too long, oh my god! <laughs> but I mean, I'm not gonna. Go, I'm not gonna go to. As much as I would love to drop trow and shit on a security guard's chew, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it because I'm gonna go to jail. Right. You know, I've been in situations where I gotta go, and I'm the first one to say I'm gonna crap my pants, man, and like you know, just let me through or whatever. Uh, to hurry people up. All right, we need to stop talking work. about. We need to stop talking about the shit. Okay. Um. <laughs> anyway, literally. So yeah. Um. Yeah, we're talking about parking, but so like we said, that's going to happen uh, from time to time because uh, it's getting busy and everyone's going to want to go over and check out that uh, Pixar Fest because it's a uh, really really popular and I think and at least Disney is recognizing that and uh, at least announcing that the convention center is an option rather than you just getting there and figuring it out. Or getting you getting there and thinking, oh, well, I guess I'm not parking. Here's the question about the convention center that I wasn't sure about: is how do you get from there to the you walk. resort? So you have to walk to Toy Story to get on a bus. You could walk to Toy Story to get on a bus, or you could walk across 
Patella at, and at, through watch, the downtown Disney or right, whatever. Right, and through downtown Disney. It's like, oh. that's the the time my mom had to park at the, the convention center. They're, they don't send no, they're not sending no trams or nothing over there. No, no. You're, you're There's on no your route. own. There's no route. Right, so them. I mean, yeah, you're on your own. It's like, oh, well, I guess Ew. I'm, I guess I'm going home. You. Because <laughs> I'm not going to park at the convention center. Happy like, birthday. You, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to the convention center. I'm like, nope. Yeah, so I noticed today while we were standing around the uh, the area there, what's it called, Town, Town Square, Square, that the front of the front door of City Hall is like blacked out, and there's a sign. I didn't get to see what it said. Well, basically, they uh, they don't want people complaining anymore. They're tired of people, so they just closed. Oh no, no, that no, makes no, a lot no. of sense. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. But what's but going, it should be <laughs> yes. But what's going on is a they're doing a little refurb in there. So, yes, it's going on from April 23rd through the 26th. Not to be confused with Phineas and Ferb. Right. And then going through, uh, then it will start again April 30th through May 3rd. Basically just during the week. Yes. So they're just doing like a refurb inside, and it said that they're going to, I did post this on the social medias, that they were going to be setting up, basically just setting up outside. You know, they have the guests. A uh, host out there, whatever, and what it seemed like to me was that the side door was open. Yes, yeah, so they're just not they, the front. They only have a limited capacity inside. Yeah. So basically, you're gonna wait outside. You're gonna tell the person what you want. Either they can help you, or they'll send you inside. Right. And so uh, you're gonna go up, small fries, medium drink. Yes. And then you're gonna be able to either they either they have it or they don't. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If you need the large size, you got to go inside. Right. So that's all. That's what's going on over there. It's not not a big deal or anything. Just just that. a general upkeep of. Just keep in mind that if the power goes out, they're probably going to be in trouble because they're probably only going to have one person at the. Uh... Right, I imagine they only have one guest service person outside on their little. Oh. They probably have one or two outside, and then like two inside, which is pretty right. much what they've got space for. And well, the other thing too is that if previously you could walk all the way through, you know, there's a door in and then there's an exit right. door, so to speak. So they can have more people inside because there's two ways out. But when there's one way in and one way out, the fire marshal cuts the capacity like in two, like three quarters. Right. So. Right. So they're probably just working on the front, whatever they're refurbing. And then next time will be that side that's open right now. They'll probably switch them. Right? Oh, because right. That's yeah. what they because use. that's why there's two separate dates. Same, yeah. right. Same thing with world of Disney. They're doing half the store now. And when that one's done, they'll probably shut it down and switch. Or like they did with the lockers. Yep. Everything's going to be a dungeon stage. Right, one at a time, yeah. So, you know, I just want to give everyone advice right now. Just just don't complain about anything. Okay? Stay away from the lockers. Or if you have to complain, <laughs> go over to uh, DCA and go to the Chamber of Commerce and you can yeah, do all your complaining there. Yeah, you're better off that way anyways. They probably don't get enough work over there. I, they're never busy. Really? It's not well, nearly as busy. Yeah, n- nearly as busy. Yeah. People probably don't even realize that that's there. I, I agree. Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for Fat Time in the Parks. Speaking of Fat Time, I got my my snack time buttons today. Oh, you got them? Yeah, finally. Uh, well, the second one today. The other one we got the other day. But which one we had before was the Dole Whip popcorn one, pickle. And then today I got the Tiger Tigger Tail slash churro slash whatever else is on there watermelon one some cool buttons though i wish they were a little bigger but but they're not they're not small they're mid-size i think they call this a two inch 
as opposed to the birthday buttons, which are three inch. Hashtag Disney snack time. All right, so we're going to talk about that. We talked about the Pixar food over there at the Corn Dog Castle. They had called it the Jack Jack Corn Dog or something like that. That's yeah, it the was hot all one, right? Yeah, it was all very confusing and ambiguous, and we didn't really understand. We thought it was three different things. It turns out it's one thing. Now the I guess it's called Temperamental Taste Shifting Corn Dog. I mean, Jack Jack was fine with me. Bless you. But now it's a Temperamental Taste. Wait, so it's not called the Jack Jack anymore? It's called Temperamental Taste Shifting Corn Dog. Not you. Exactly. So what it has, it says spicy layers of flavor with hot link sausage, pepper jack cheese, and a spicier Cajun chicken sausage dipped in corn dog batter. All together. Yes, it is. So I'm going to show you. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, originally we thought that those were three different Yeah, and remember we talked dogs. about it. Oh. Oh, it's layers, though. Yeah, See, it would have made more sense to me if it was long ways. Each one, like a piece of strip of that one, a strip right. of cheese, because then you get each bite gets a that's little a, bit of each type. Instead, now you start out with one flavor, and then you get the cheese in the middle, which seems like it's like one bite, anyways. Right, and then you get to what's at the top end? Is that the uh, the chicken Cajun? Is it, is that's the bottom? It's, yes, knows? yes, it is because it says hot. Uh, link sauces first so that's when i guess that's what you're gonna bite first right then the cheese and then the cajun uh chicken sausage and uh it's served with um a spicy blackberry serrano chili sauce which is weird i'll, I'll still try it i might eat like a piece of corn but i'll still uh, try it <laughs> you would have to you would yeah you have to start in the middle so you can get all three right, right the right. cheese and yeah yeah so he's yeah. a corn yeah. that's interesting yeah I, i'm i want i kind of want to try that one like a proper, how do you say it? Elota? Elote. 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 There's a f- the lady comes by our house and honks the horn, man. It's, it's interesting awesome. because there's a lot of like weird uh, dishes. I saw somebody post something at Zocalo that I don't remember ever being mentioned, like some big plate or something, but now <laughs> I don't remember and I didn't save it. We heard a lady in uh, line today talking about a secret Zocalo dish. Where they, it's like the mega burrito or something, where you order the burrito and it's the same price, but they will, they will put anything, basically everything that they have on the line, they throw it all into one burrito. So the pork, the chicken, the, uh, well, you heard her too, right? She was saying pork, chicken, <laughs> like cheese, uh, beef, like it's all yeah. they're all in one burrito, but it's the same price. Well, this uh, corn dog is nine forty nine, so That's par for the course, right? I don't play golf. But yes, it is. Um, you guys are going to be mad later when I make you do some math. Um, I'll do it. You do the math. Okay. I already did. All right. So yeah, you can uh, go try out that temperamental shifting corn dog, whatever it's called. Just say, I want the... Basically, it's the flavor changing corn dog because you got to work your yeah, way down. It's over there at Corn Dog Castle. And another thing that was uh, that we came across that we did not... meant It wasn't mentioned at all. And it's a pastrami dog. I saw that. I wasn't sure how I felt about it, but it was after I was here. Now they have it over there at the refreshment corner, aka Coke Corner. You have a picture? Yes. And it's an all beef hot dog with pastrami, sauerkraut, special sauce, dill, pickle, spears, and chives on an artisan bun. Okay. So, I mean, it's a proper hot dog with pastrami and toppings. Okay. I wasn't sure because I didn't see the picture when I read about it. 
I read somebody posted about it, and I thought for for some reason I thought corn dog with pastrami and a link, and like that's what I was thinking. Like a, you know the bacon wrapped hot Ooh. dogs. I was thinking <laughs> pastrami wrapped and then corn dog. Ooh, that's a good idea too. Ooh, that is. I was actually originally. Th- I would think we, I, if I had seen it, I would have m- probably thought it was just the uh, pulled pork hot dog or something. But it's like it's no, it's completely different. It's separate, yeah. but it's at the same place. It's at Go Corner, which has had the pulled pork hot dog. But who is it that has the pulled pork hot dog right now? Award Wieners. Award Wieners. Yeah. So the pulled pork hot dog gets around. I think they get we that one over at the White Water yeah. at some point too. Probably the pulled pork hot dog. Yeah, it gets around. Well, the pulled pork hot dog started at the twenty four hour party at uh, Hungry Bear. You're right. I know because I had it that day. <laughs> It was my first meal that day. You had it in your belly. It was my first meal that day, and then I ended with the breakfast burrito at uh, Terrence. So just two meals that day? No, that was the first in the end, I said. What was, I don't remember what was what, in the middle. Uh, well, a whole lot of uh, frozen lemonades, and uh, I don't remember what else. Oh, okay. So, yeah, uh, if you guys want to try that hot dog, go over to the cork, Coke Corner, and that hot dog is nine forty nine. Also, so yeah, that was something that we did not even hear about. I saw pictures and I was like, what? Pastrami? And at first I didn't think it was part of Pixar Fest, but according to this little POS they have in front of the registers, it says Pixar Fest, so you can try that out. Yeah, because I've been seeing a lot of uh, little signs and stuff that have the Pixar Fest logo on it, but it's like stuff that I don't know if we knew that was part of Pixar Fest. It seems like that that big list like they just decided to like release an item at every single food place or two yeah lots of um good job tim yeah lots of uh food options over there for pixar fest you know what i think that disney is finally getting on the ball with um food they're doing a lot of i mean small you, things better these days yes, i will yes, say that yes yes they're just adding a ton you know we didn't talk about the um the pineapple donut we forgot to talk about that last week, even though, you know, when we're talking, Anthony mentioned it to me. I said, yeah, I'll get to it. But I think mm-hmm. Tim that distracted me. Pineapple Dole Whip donut. No, they're not allowed to call it Dole Whip. They're, they they're were originally. something Whip donut. It is Whip. When they first came out, it's they were saying Dole. Dole Whip, I thought. No, they said, I think it just says Whip. Oh, it just Dole. says Whip? It says Pineapple Whip donut. Maybe they yeah. mistakenly put Dole the first time. I know so. they're not allowed to put the Dole Whip because it's. It's a trademark. Yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's not being given to them by Dole. Exactly. Well, some for some reason their contract with Dole allows them to sell these items in one place in Magic yes. Kingdom and one place in Disneyland. Yes, they could easily sell Dole whips in in five or six locations yeah, around California the park Adventure and, and, and massively increase their sales. Yeah, but they, I guess, contractually they can't. Yeah, so that's why it's not a Dole Whip donut, even though people are calling it that. But we didn't talk about that and. um I heard something. I don't. I didn't check today that it was supposed to be the Friday was the last day of it. I don't know if that's true or not. That they were going to bring something else in. Well, I did read originally when they had said announced about the uh, the whip the pineapple whip donut was that it was going to be part of a rotating series of super fancy donuts, or basically. So I don't know if that was just the end of its the okay. that particular one's run, right. and then now a new donut, or maybe it's going to be like the uh, 
you know, the dish of the month that Whitewater Snacks gets that they don't announce until halfway through the month. Right. The hot dog of the month. The hot dog of the month yes. that they don't announce until the 15th of every month. <laughs> True. Did you know Whitewater Snacks does a hot dog of the month? No. Yeah, they usually don't announce it. Or they don't usually don't announce it at all, or they don't announce it until, like, around the 15th of the month. So you've already missed half of the month. <laughs> So, yeah, anyway, I don't know if that's true or not, or maybe, you know, they do get a noon donut. I didn't check today, but, um, yeah, we failed to mention that. Um, hashtag we failed. That's all I got to say about that. But you know what's coming to uh, downtown Disney? What? Have you heard of Salt and Straw? No. I'm not talking about Straws who works at Disneyland, who thinks he works at Disneyland. But, yeah, Salt and Straws is coming to downtown Disney. They are actually an ice cream company. Hmm. And I guess they actually have, uh, they, you can actually order ice cream through, uh, in the mail. They'll uh, deliver you ice cream. Now, they are from uh, Portland, Oregon, and uh, they have shut, they set up a shop in L.A. They have one in San Francisco and San Diego and, uh, and uh, Seattle. So it's one of those, you know, fancy, dance, you know, ice cream parlor things. But they are going to come, they're coming to downtown Disney don't know where they're going. This is just, uh, they actually, Salt and Straws actually announced it yesterday on Monday, 10 o'clock in the morning, that they were going to downtown Disney. Disney announced it today that they were coming to downtown Disney. So, you know, if you guys want to check out Salt and Straw, just go to Salt and Straw, just one straw, dot com. Check that out there. You can get a, a, a gist of what they do and what kind of ice creams they have. Uh, it looks really good. But can, I, can I say that? In Portland and uh, Vancouver, Washington, which is just across the Columbia River, I lived up there. My nobody cares. Eh, nobody cares, but I lived up there when I was younger for a couple of years of school, and they have some of the best ice cream up there. There's a delivery company that has a truck that will deliver ice cream and like frozen stuff to your house called Schwann's. Oh yeah, some of you've yeah, heard of Schwann's. They have them here. Schwann's is the great. <laughs> if they have Schwann's in Rialto, yeah. they don't have it where we live. They if you can them. get me some Schwann's vanilla ice cream, I'll be your best friend because that is. The best, um, the best hey, ice cream I've ever had. Hey, but you're not my best ice cream. Hey, I'll tell you, it's going to take more than that. Okay. I mean, I've known him for over 20 years, and we're not even best friends. So, okay, uh, make... okay I won't be your best friend, but we'll still have to get me some ice cream. Hey, there you go. That's a good. Yeah, That's right, because the dress shop moved. Yes. Oh, okay. That's right. I forgot about that. They, yeah. they no, have I knew the they moved. I knew they moved, but I didn't think about it. What's well, the ever moving dress shop? Yeah, what it is. Yes. First, it was in right. the vault. The vault shut down for the Star Wars VR experience. They pretty quickly moved directly across the street to the Chapel Hats location, where they've been for a while. It looked cool, right? It was all good, and then all of a sudden, the Frozen store shut down. The Anna and Elsa's boutique, or what used to be Disney Three Six Five, shuts down. And we wonder what's going in there. And all of a sudden, the it says, Disney dress shop coming soon. I'm like, but they already have a dress shop. So the question now is, what are they going to do with that Chapel Hats location? Is it going to become a, a different store? Or well, are they going to be the ice cream place? Oh, it probably will. Yeah, because it's going to be. Well, actually, I don't know. That won't be a good place to have an ice cream store because it's right in between the brewery and the milkshake burger place. True. So that'd be a weird place to have yeah. another ice cream. Well, the milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, but <laughs> this makes me wonder if Haagen-Dazs is on the way out. Oh, 
because Hagen Dazs has been there a long time, so their that's true. Their lease might be coming out. All I want to know is that that is the only place you can get pizza. All I know is when, is when we're going to get a voodoo. <laughs> voodoo, voodoo donuts. donuts. Oh, they, they got the one at they got the one at City Walk, which is bomb. So we should Dis- downtown Disney should be next. All right, so yeah, Salt and Straw is coming to downtown Disney. Some uh, delicious gourmet ice cream, and uh, yeah, go to saltandstraw.com if you want to check out what kind of flavors they have and what they have going on. And um, yeah, and then we'll be heading over there and having some fat time. Oh, look at this! Maybe Ma- yeah. Oh man, we had the fattest time today. You let me know when I can tell you about it. All right, hold on real quick, because Elizabeth, just, and I, I both I, I'm just going through this it. menu real quick that they have at in, in LA. It's this maple peanut butter brioche French toast. They have mint and chip. Rainbow Unicorn Galaxy Swirl for you for all you unicorn people. Ooh, it says Coke Float Caramel Volcano. So yeah, they have a lot of uh, different uh, little flavors going on here. Ooh, chocolate gooey brownie. Speaking of floats, I went to the Golden Horseshoe to get the Woody's boot, boot, and they were sold out. Sold out boots. We got one the other day for someone, but they, uh, we we didn't get another one at the time, thinking, oh, they'll have them. And then she decided after looking at it closer, oh, I want one of these. They're gone. That's so a good time, real quick, just to go over what we have heard and what we know is sold out. So now we hear that sold out. I hear the cocoa mug has cocoa been sold mug out. Has been sold out. Uh, Soli is sold out, but I hear they're backstage. So we think, which we'll be talking about in a, a little bit, that we think that most likely Soli's been pulled just to get the aliens out of the way, but they and then they'll them. put them back out there because because you don't want to have to all the people complain. Well, I don't want to have to stand in line with all those stupid APs waiting to get their alien just so I can get a Soli. In which case, I would like I said, we'll talk more about the popcorn well, my, my thing thought in a on second. That, but my thought on that specifically is that they sold out of Soli several days ago. They could have been selling this whole time. So if if they're backstage, that probably means that they arrived at the same time as the aliens, and they decided not to put them out. The aliens have been backstage for three weeks. Wow, and that's just dumb for <laughs> them to like make. <laughs> Whatever. It's a little stupid for them to make. Let's put it this way: the this aliens long. have been backstage for at least a week before Sully and Mike even came out because they were all backstage. So I was thinking today while we were waiting for alien buckets. Where us as AP holders are waiting to get these alien buckets, and what about the non-AP holders that just want popcorn? That's what I was t- talking to him about earlier. I don't know if you're ready to talk about popcorn buckets yet, or we, uh, do we have something else to talk about first? No, we can talk. About jump the, into it. Yes, go ahead. Just uh, I'm that's not, something I'm we not, were wondering. Not, is I'm what not, about? I'm not catching you if you jump though. <laughs> What about everyone else? But like, that was a good. That's a good question because I was wondering the same thing. Are are they making people? Are they saying, "Oh, if you want a popcorn bucket, you don't want to have to stand," or if you want a popcorn and you don't want to stand in line, or do you have to go all the way up to freaking Small World or Toontown to the refill only popcorn yeah, stands? I think so. Well, and then the one in the one in Small World was closed down. When we went there before dark. Dirty. See, that's what, <laughs> what I mean. It's like if they're gonna be. 
So what are they telling people? Are they like, oh, well, if you want a popcorn, you have to stay in line? Well, like, we already know about Disney doesn't care about the guests anymore. Right. Like, they might as well just shut down guest relations. So, right. but I mean, it's like, yeah, it's just like, what are these people doing? If you're all the way in town square and you want popcorn, it's like, what are you going to stand in line for two hours with all the morons who are going to stand in line for two hours for a popcorn bucket? Right. Or you, or you're like, oh, you got to walk all the way up there. I'd be like, well, you, I guess I'm not having popcorn. Mm-hmm. Well, I overheard uh, some older woman ask everybody else that was waiting in line, "What are you waiting in line for?" And everybody's like, "Oh, AP popcorn bucket." And then she was like, "Well, what do we do when you are not an AP?" Exactly. And what do you and do then, if you're? And at- then she just walked away because she wasn't going to wait in line. Oh, I heard popcorn. several people say, "Is this the line for popcorn?" Like their jaw dropped. Well, it's a reasonable. And then it's a reasonable question. And then what if you're at DCA? Yeah. Well, there's there's supposedly there's three one- popcorn uh, stands in DCA. One of them is closed. Well, no, and- supposedly they opened another one in Hollywood. That's not at the gate. It's not not the Buena Vista only. Street, but it's refills only. So it's. Well, so that, that doesn't count then. Okay, but that but one... That one could so, be for anybody. So that one is for all of the people who... What if you're all the way over at Paradise Gardens and you want popcorn? Oh, I got to go all the way to Hollywood land? Well, unless I'm on my way out, I guess I'm not having popcorn. Pasta it is. <laughs> corn dog it is. Ooh. Well, I'd rather have a corn dog than popcorn anyway, so I, screw you then. I want some popcorn. Oh, well, it's right here. <laughs> I like the bag. Yeah, they have some cool bags. But, uh, all right, let's just get, get into this whole popcorn thing. Well, pu- bucket I just thing. want to start to say that today was like the Armageddon of popcorn buckets. I've never in all my years seen lines for this kind of item like that. I mean, the closest I think that we've seen ever was the line for the Rose Cup when it first came out. Diggs, Diggs and I met up that day, so he knows what I'm talking about. Uh, but And I thought that everybody was insane for standing in line for hour over an hour just to get Sully. the rose cup. Oh, not an hour. Some of those people were in line for three or four hours. Well, that's what I mean. That's even more insane. And the reason for that, though, is because they were only selling them in one location inside of a restaurant. And when you go in, it's like, oh, and then people are ordering food, and then they can only make food so fast. So I mean, it slowed the whole process down. I think eventually what they need to do is put an additional pay terminal on the side of every popcorn bucket or every popcorn stand. And then when they have a big release like this, they can be somebody that's just selling the buckets and then selling the popcorn as well. All right. So I was telling him earlier that what they need to do is bust out those food and wine merchandise booths. Yeah. And just sell the bucket without the popcorn. Exactly. What I first, what I said was I was exactly. like, what I was, what I was like, I'm like, you can't tie up every single popcorn stand with all these popcorn buckets and not expect the lines to get long because it takes time to give popcorn out. So why didn't they just sell at other merchandise locations? And then that's when he pointed out that they could use the booths. I'm like, well, that's even better. You just pop the booths out and then you can still sell your regular popcorn and your, and your solely buckets at the regular stands and then maybe have the the AP bucket at a few stands but for those who I guarantee there would be a ton of them because I, I guarantee that every single one of yours you guys would have done this way that if you just went to they if they would have just had like 
a little floating retail stand where you can just go get your buckets and just, here's your money, give me my bucket. There's no need to do popcorn and waste all that time. Here, bucket, 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 get the hell out. Or so, if you want the popcorn, they could give you one of those prepackaged boxes. No, you you, you just really go there and it. you get without no popcorn, no popcorn. Well, what I'm, it's like when they, it's like when they, it's like it's like retail. Well, I'm saying it like when they moved the uh, the like when they moved the uh, Tie Fighter buckets into into retail into yeah. the into, into the Star, Star Trader. Trader. Now, although those came with a voucher for popcorn. Well, you could have done the same thing. You include a voucher for popcorn that when it's not crazy, you can go back and get your one thing of popcorn for free. Right. And then after that, you still get your refills. And you're an AP, so you're coming back anyway. Right. Right. So here's another. It's like talking about retail. It's like it took us all of three seconds to come up with that plan. Who the hell is working for Disney and why the hell aren't they coming up with these kind of plans? Their frontline people are not the same people that are ordering this stuff or making these decisions. No, it's that. No, it's a huge disconnect, massive disconnect between the people making the decisions and the people seeing what happens. Well, then they just don't care. Exactly. No, what what they really need to do, and you're talking about retail selling these things at carts or whatever, what they really need to do is take a cue from Tokyo. And from what we understand, we haven't really seen photos of it, but our friend in Tokyo uh, is a popcorn vendor. They not only have tons of flavors, but they have a popcorn store. And they have all the buckets that are available at that time available in the store. I guess the, some some of the special ones are only available at the stand. But they sell prepackaged popcorn. They sell popcorn buckets that are maybe the, the one from, like they would have the three, air, the three balloons or the Cinderella carriage or, you know, the stuff from the last year, Oogie Boogie. Oh, shit. But it's not super, not super old. But they'd have whatever leftover they have. Old like me, old like me yeah. Uh, whatever Happy leftover. Happy birthday! <laughs> I you just mentioned Cinderella. You don't, you do realize the Cinderella bucket's almost five, four years old already. Wow, is it really been four years? Yeah. We think we still have one available to sell at home. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If I anyone's really looking, the most underrated item that you could buy at Disneyland. Right now? Oh. She's excited. Oh, about I want them. it. Did you get it at Plaza? I no. Got it at the Cafe, Cafe Orleans. Orleans. Oh, they have it there, too. This is a, this is a Ratatouille spoon slash straw. Yeah, we mentioned it last week. Yeah. We mentioned because originally they said you'd only be able to get that with the package deal. Well, we got the package today. We'll tell you about it. But um, I don't know. But they did. There was the word coming out that you were able to just go in and, and buy it right. at Plaza. That's what, that's what it ended up being. So. It's a relief that you don't have to buy the package. Well, the package ended up not coming with the spoon. You had to spend an extra five bucks. What? Yeah. Oh, well, no, we already knew that. We already knew that, but that we thought that that was the only way to have access to the spoon was to buy the package, even though you had to spend the extra money to get, right. get it. But it's like nice to know that you can just go into Plaza or wherever and just get it. Before we get totally off topic, the... The popcorn store would be cool. They could increase their line. That's what they've done in Tokyo. They make small containers that they call candy buckets that are similar to the other buckets that they're selling at the time. Um, I just think, I mean, I don't know where they'd put it. I don't know where they'd put it, but wouldn't, I mean, with as big as popcorn and popcorn buckets are becoming, it that's the direction they need to go in, really. It's just, really, it's like I just I can't fathom standing in line for over an hour for a popcorn bucket. 
It just it boggles my mind. Well, you want to talk Who about would lines? even do that? We, the, it just we why? The, we it's like why line, would you want to do that? We stood in the line three times today, and the the first time was for over two hours, two hours and fifteen minutes. Now we didn't know that for going one bucket in, for one bucket each. Yeah, so for two buckets basically, uh, we didn't know that going in. It looked like it was moving faster than it was, but then also there was kind of a hidden zigzag that the line did at one point that we didn't really realize. Okay, how real it was quick. At first. Rank. Uh, what was the longest you stood in line for a popcorn bucket today? Two today, hours and what was the le- least amount of time you stood in line uh, for with, one? With digs was about an hour and fifteen minutes. Really? Because I saw plenty of people saying that they stood in line for thirty minutes at Haunted Mansion. Uh, we we looked over at Haunted Mansion. And, and that was probably like at six or seven o'clock. The Haunted Mansion line was getting longer and shorter, so it's possible somebody. Most people said that it was minutes. nice because that one's all in the shade. Oh, yeah, it's all shaded. <laughs> it's possible that that line got down to maybe forty minutes, but I don't know. I said I saw people who said that I, they stood we, in line for well, thirty to twenty minutes. We we sat there for what at least an hour and tracked the line, and it was over an hour. I watched I watched somebody go through it. I mean, we should have just been standing in it, I guess, but we were taking a break and we were sit, sitting within eye shot watching and I wa- I said, "Okay, the guy in the white shirt." And we watched him go all the way through as an hour and 15. Which is the same as what we waited over by the petrified tree in Frontierland uh with Diggs earlier and that was like again, just not maybe not quite an hour and 15 minutes. So, the lines were crazy. That's number 1, but what I figured out today and I think we were talking about this earlier, is that based on the boxes that we saw these things coming in, we have some new popcorn bucket information that a lot of people hadn't figured out. I, I Up to this point, I'd never, seen, I'd never known this information. I don't think he did either. The number of boxes that they have is 600, excuse me, 1,672. So there's 1,672 boxes, and every box says number blah, 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 of sixteen hundred and seventy-two. I looked at probably 50 of them, and they all yeah, say that. Yeah, I actually that had number. heard that number the other day already. What was the day that I first that I told you what? From backstage, yeah. I don't remember, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Whatever day was that I had told you that, which was three or four days ago, told me that they said that on the side of the box, and at the time I just kind of shrugged it off. I was like, well, you know, it says that on the side of the box. It doesn't mean anything. No, but they're always but, number 52, number 147. Because she number... said at the time that backstage, like behind a plaza and in that area, there was uh, only certain amount of pallets. Right. But obviously whatever that number, the number, the big number, presumably that's between DCA and Disneyland. Presumably, that's yeah. That's all of them. At or least at least whatever's part of that yeah, shipment. Right. That container but, or whatever. But yeah, it comes to twenty thousand. Now I want to so, so it's uh, sixteen hundred and seventy two times twelve per box. Right. Net weight, gross weights all listed Here's on the box. Here. But it's just over twenty thousand. So then I used the fact that the, the line we stood in with digs was an hour and fifteen minutes, and there were essentially about sixty people in that line. We counted. So based on that, they're doing roughly fifty people an hour at a reasonable pace. And there's eight popcorn stands, and they're today we're selling popcorn for twelve hours. Park closes at ten. Okay, I'm waiting for the math. So that means that they're selling based on eight stands, twelve hours sales, fifty per people per hour, one per person. They're selling forty eight hundred buckets an hour a, a day. I know you guys don't do math, but so that's, in other words, you're saying they're going to be sold out in four days. Yeah, four days, maybe six if they slow down a little bit. 
person posted it's currently in line to get an AP popcorn bucket. Been in line for about two hours, but it will be worth it. No, it won't. Well, 21 minutes ago. So some of the stands are moving slower than others. The the one where we waited the longest, they had people out there saying, everybody have your pass ID and credit card ready when you get, you know. The other ones are saying nothing, and those lines were moving slower. Uh, our friend stood in the line in Town Square right before we left. We were waiting for her to be done, and that was moving just at a snail's pace. Like It was just felt like it was not moving, but... The one over by Matterhorn, we walked by, and the people. I said, "How's it moving?" And we watched it for a little bit, and we were, you know, so I wanted to have all the info for the podcast, and it was moving pretty good. I want to put this into context. We've all stood in line for a good amount of time for pins. <laughs> We've been overnight lines for pins, pins mugs. How many hours? Buckets. Many. What was the addition number on those pins? Three thousand. Right. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Two, three thousand. Would you stand in line for two hours, for over two hours, for a pin with an addition number, addition number of over twenty thousand? No. The pins aren't that big though. <laughs> the popcorn buckets are big and cool looking. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> it's the same thing. Everyone's different. Some people like pins, some people like I'm popcorn. I'm just saying buckets. that when you think about it like that, right. it makes absolutely zero sense to want to stand in line for Two, over two hours, much less over an hour, now, or a popcorn bucket. And that's just me. the first payment or the first uh, shipment. We don't know if they're going to get right, right. more buckets but, later on. There could easily end up being over 100,000 of the buckets by the time you're done. Hashtag Anthony's rants. Again. <laughs> but no, for me, if the line was two hours, I wasn't going to stay in the line for two hours. But if you were halfway through and it was another hour and you'd already waited an hour? Because you didn't realize? <laughs> no, because I would have known the line was two hours. Right. Okay, I walked uh, town uh, square, and someone said they've been in line for an hour and 15 minutes. And it's like, well, I and, guess I'm not getting that line. And he was only right by where the pumpkin Christmas tree was. Yeah, halfway, basically. Okay. So, and that, that's that's why I kept walking. <laughs> that's why you're like, nope. What you got to be careful of is the, the random zigzagging that they do in these lines sometimes. They'll get it into one spot. And then they'll wrap it back and forth well, in like, like a he twenty was, foot span. Well, it's like he was saying that they were using the area around the partner statue as a freaking queue mm-hmm. for the for the hub one. I'm yeah, like, they were. really? They, so what are the people that are trying to take pictures of the uh, partner statue doing? They got all these stupid people waiting in line for a stupid popcorn bucket standing in their background of all their pictures. No, it didn't go that way, but it was on this side. But still, you're right. I'm just saying, you know, if if any of the lines today were two hours i was not going to stay in line for two hours we didn't know on the first one and then the last one we weren't even in the line with her we waited almost nine well we waited almost 90 minutes the the later she waited 90 minutes we were there for like the last hour and 10 but i couldn't believe how long i mean from where she started to how long until it took till she actually bought them and then the girl we we were right there when she was buying them at the end, and the girl was randomly selling more than one to individual people only if they asked. Plus, plus, <laughs> I present to you once again Anthony's the, the red rose cu- the rose cup as an example. Yeah. Everybody stood in line for hours for the rose cup. What happened? We can just walk into any freaking store right now and buy the rose cup now. Yeah, but that's like a year It's not later. the same rose cup, I know, but who cares? It's still a freaking rose cup. What's well, a better rose cup that they're selling now anyway? But, right, so but it's all a those, year later. All those people who waited in line all that time for the rose cup, 
it's pro- like the problem. I hope the rose that at least majority of them. I mean, you guys notwithstanding, who I know you guys did it too. I hope a, a lot of those people feel super stupid that they could have just waited. Me myself, I'm going to say no because I got the ones that they don't sell anymore. Right. And then the other thing to consider is that with Disney, you never know when they're going to stop producing something and when they're going to produce a hundred thousand of them. You just don't know. So the fact that they made more and picked up on the hype is almost a fluke when it comes to Disney. Sometimes they just don't pick up on. Well, that I stuff. wouldn't say that because we did have the uh, the the poison apple mug sell out one year, and then they brought it back the and next year. And then they year, brought it back the next year, and there was no problem getting it. But if you you don't know that they're going to do that, there's just no. No, guarantee. you don't. But then, then then you got Oogie Boogie, who kept getting released for mu- uh, two months after it was supposed to be sold out already. Right. But so I'm just you saying just never, you never that know. those are the those are the good situations. But the bad one is when you can't find something at all. How many items have we looked for I don't where know, you but can't? I just want everything. Yeah, she wants everything. Then you got all the people I know. How many people? How how long were people staying lined up to for Oogie Boogie? Mm, probably ninety minutes or so. I stood in line for yeah. fifteen minutes, yeah. maybe by by. Uh, Sitting the, on a uh, bench and wait until the line died down. No, I just <laughs> I walked around the. They weren't selling. It was sold out at the one uh, on Buena Vista Street, and I texted him and he said, "Go to uh, go to the one by, oh, by the Fun Wheel." By Fun Wheel, yeah, I went was, over the Fun yeah, Wheel. The line was fifteen minutes, maybe yeah, ten the, minutes. There yeah. was maybe ten people in line. That's because the Fun Wheel is the furthest point from the front of the park. That's what I said, <laughs> go to the furthest because no yeah. one's going to be there. But see, now you don't have the Fun Wheel one open, so you can't go to the Fun Wheel one. Right. That's but why they're. That's why they have that popcorn stand in. I my think, in biggest land. point that I'm is uh, making is that there, all these people are staying in line for multi, up to two hour, over two hours for this bucket. Because you don't you know probably, for sure if they're gonna. If they might have this twenty k. They and might. That is it? And then the only way. But to then get you one might go. You might be forever. able to go on Thursday and stand in line for two minutes and get it. I mean, you might. That's possible. But you're risking it. But the fact is, if you want it for sure, you've got to put in the time to get it. Well, I wanted it. Well, of course it's you did. Than the oh yeah, that's another thing. It's it is probably twenty percent smaller than the. So Tokyo then it's bucket. not worth it. <laughs> well, it is worth it. It's different. Yeah, it's different. I will. This say, is the point where I would normally say you're different. Hey, you can tell <laughs> her that it's okay. She knows she's very different, and I'm especially special. in the cabeza. The thing with this stuff is you just have to, you have to get it when you see it. If you see an item in a store and you want that item, you buy it on the spot and then deal with returning it later. Because chances are you may never see it again. We've been looking for these. There's like six people that have messaged her asking for this one particular shirt. It's a white shirt that's long sleeve and it says Disney Dan down one sleeve. And it's got like the castle with Dumbo and Tinkerbell and some characters on the front. It's similar to another sweatshirt that they have, but it's specific. And it's been out of stock for two and a half months or something. And they just, they're just not bringing them back. And a whole list of people that want it. Uh, real quick, just a reminder to everybody that Dumbo will be opening this Friday, supposedly. It didn't look like it was close today. There was scaffolding up. Well, it's still was... scheduled to open on Friday, so. That's, I mean, that's awesome. Or is it Saturday? Wait, is it scheduled to open on Friday, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. I mean, yeah, there was scaffolding up. There was, like, the walls are still up. So, I mean, hopefully it's done by then. That's awesome. Hey, all right. So, moving on from um, popcorn buckets and uh, two-hour lines. There's probably going to be some lines for this next thing that's going to be happening, and uh, what it is is Disney Channel Go Fan Fest. Now, they announced that this is going to happen at the Disneyland Resort on May 12th. It says this year Disney Channel will serve 
kids all summer long with its new daily programming schedule, including rock-in shows with live-action and animated comedies. So they're going to be uh, celebrating all this at the Disneyland Resort, and they're going to kick it off, like I said, on Saturday, May 12th. And um, I guess they're going to have a cavalcade of Disney Channel stars. It says uh, the festivities will kick off at 11.15 a.m. with the Disney Channel stars cavalcade down Main Street, USA. And, of course, the Disney Parks blog is going to be there to live, live stream this event. So if you can't make it, on that day, you want to check this out, or you just want to put the live stream on for your kids, you can do that. Um, it also says it's going to be followed by a panel discussion and meet and greet opportunities with the stars from 1 to 5 p.m. at Disney California Adventure Park. And it says they're going to include stars from my favorite, one of my favorite shows and Fernando's favorite show, Andy Mack, Raven's Home, uh, Stuck in the Middle. Actually, I watched Stuck in the Middle, and that one's pretty funny. It's pretty cool. Uh, Bizarre Vark, I watched a couple of those episodes, and uh, Bunked. We talked about Bunked before on the podcast. And of course, and, and they also are going to have stars from the Disney Channel original movies, Zombie and Freaky Friday. Now, I haven't seen Zombie yet. I just, yeah, it's one of those. Uh, isn't it a musical or something? I don't know. I'm not, it wasn't interesting to me, but I know that it had already aired. And then I yeah. know Freaky Friday. I don't remember. I talked about it. I don't remember if I talked about it on the podcast, but I know I had talked about it. That, it, <clears throat> that it's yet another version of Freaky Friday that we don't need. Right. But that's coming this summer. So that yeah. hasn't even happened yet. Yeah. I haven't seen the zombies yet. I mean, I, I know I've seen uh, they. It's, it's been on, but I just, I just really not interested in that. And, um, this next thing is the coolest. The next thing, thing is the all. coolest thing. It's really, I think Anthony's mad because he can't go to it. He said, and it's, yeah, because it's the same day as the Jurassic Park event. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know that. They're gonna have a um, a live Ducktales script script performance, and by the voice cast stars of Ducktales. Now they don't say which Ducktales stars are gonna be there for the script performance, but. Uh, I mean, I don't really see them having David Tennant here, but, I mean, it would definitely be cool. Right. Since, of course, David Tennant is Scrooge. But I could definitely see all the others being here, Huey, Dewey, Louie, Webby, and all them. Now, I can see that happening in Hyperion Theater. Yes. Uh, Yeah, I would agree. Or they might have it in, in the stage there, stage 27 or whatever. Oh, stage uh, 17? Yeah, that one. The one with the seven. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But I think it'd be better if they had a Hyperion to fit in more people. But yeah, the Hyperion would be better. Yeah. Now, just us to stay tuned for programming on Summer Disney Channel. Blah, 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 blah. We don't care about that. All right, so if we get uh, more information on this, like uh, when the live reading's going to be and where, we'll let you guys know. But this sounds really interesting. Um... What day is that? The 12th, Saturday the 12th. Saturday, okay. So, you know what? I think I might go down there and check it out. You should. Yeah. Especially since I'm not going to be able to go. Yeah, I mean, definitely, I'll I'll be, I mean, if I go, of course, I'm going to try to get into the DuckTales thing and see where that's at. Woo! Yeah, maybe Tim will join us. That's my only contribution to this conversation. Yeah, so like, sounds pretty good. I'll join you guys. What's the? May 12th. Saturday, May 12th. 
Like I said, if it's Ducktales, I'm down. Like I said, sure. I, like I said, I will be going to the aforementioned uh, Jurassic Park 25th anniversary event at Universal Studios, so I will be probably unable to go to that. The one and only thing Anthony has ever bought tickets for, except Kiss. So, because as always, we always get announcements that come right after we have recorded the podcast, and well, last week was no different. Of course, I wasn't even on the podcast, really. He was I he mean, was on the podcast. He was just in the background. I mean, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people who listen to the podcast can hear me in the background. But yeah, I was very uh, not be able to talk. But we got the word on Wednesday that a all-new Play Disney Parks app will be coming to Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World this summer. Now, this will be coming to iOS and Android Guests will be able to play in the parks like never before using this soon-to-launch mobile app to access exclusive experiences at both locations through activities that interact with the surrounding environment. The app will be free to download. So uh, as I mentioned to him earlier, as if we didn't need another reason to have all the guests walking around with their looking down at their phones, it's going to be the summer of Pokemon Go all over again. At Disneyland, where you're just going to have everybody walking around looking at phones. Picking up looking at phones. Right, Tim. Oh, You know what? I did see this. I did see this app, and I wondered the same thing. What is the result of this going to be? But it also allows for people that aren't at Disneyland to view it like as a game, sort of. Does it? it says with the touch, I, was, I was confused. It says, with the touch of a button, wait time turns into playtime. With family and friends at certain locations, the more you explore in Disney parks, the more there is to discover on the app. This is just the latest way we are making a visit to our parks even more fun and memorable in new and innovative ways besides charging everybody lots of money. All right. So it basically, you're going to stop seeing people doing this, that heads up game. Yeah, they're going to be doing other stuff while they're in line, presumably, that involves this app. Because that's the way it makes it sound. They want you to they want to be, play with their crap rather than playing with other people's else. apps. I think so people are still going to play Heads Up. That's an awesome game. I think people I have look never played. I, people look stupid. I've never I, once played that game. I love jumping in. No, you can hold it wherever. But I love I love you jumping. See everyone in. doing it up here, and you're like you look stupid, dude. <laughs> I love jumping in to other people's Heads Up games. That's my favorite thing to do. She always like smacks me, but you know if somebody else has like Cinderella over their head, you know, then I'm gonna say like, you know, something about Cinderella. You okay. Know. You know if it says if it says Wally, I'm gonna say falls in love with a you know, you know what a, bu- a plant a, a bullet shaped uh, a plant a, right a plant no a, bu- a bullet shaped robot. It doesn't really say. There isn't really much more. It just it just mentions the My Disney Experience in Walt Disney World, and then it mentions the Disneyland app with MaxPass and soon mobile ordering, which is currently available at Walt Disney World. It just just says we're excited to bring this latest innovation, 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 invasion, the body snatcher. Yes, to the parks. So it's rather than incorporated into the Disney land or the my disney experience app it sounds like it's going to be a completely separate app i don't know if it's going to be a completely separate app for different the, both parks or at least one app will work at both parks but 
I'm sure we'll be hearing a lot more about this as it gets closer. It says a summer launch, so we should hear more about it at some point. We can only hope. And I would just like to say that if uh, there's any kind of Wi-Fi involved or needed for this app, then they definitely need to step up their Wi-Fi and improve their Wi-Fi because every time I go to Disneyland, I basically have to turn the Wi-Fi off because Disneyland's Wi-Fi is such garbage. I don't even know why they bother having it. Yeah, I agree. Because I constantly trying to upload a photo or trying to post something Oh, no connection. Oh, I'm on Wi-Fi. Oh, here, let me turn the Wi-Fi off. Oh, look, I'm on LTE. Oh, it just sent perfectly. That's why when I'm sending you pictures, you always get my text first before you get my pictures. Because you're sending on Wi-Fi. All right, so we got a cool announcement that came by way of Wrinkle in Time director Ava DuVernay. She announced that... Now, I don't know why she was the one announcing this, but it was very interesting that... She announced that for Star Wars Episode Nine, that the second unit director will be Victoria Mahoney. What does that do? The second unit director. Basically. They're in charge of the stunts. Right. I worked, but, I worked second unit for Charlie's Angels. Nice. So, yeah. Many, many moons ago. Basically, second unit is the other unit that are doing whatever. No Basically, whatever JJ's not doing, she's going to be doing. Exactly. Okay. And, uh, like, for example, it was it's well known that on, like, the Lord of the Rings movies and the Hobbit movies that Andy Serkis was, well, actually, on the Lord of the Rings movies, Andy Serkis was an unofficial second unit director, but on the Hobbit, he was an official second unit director, and he actually did a lot of the directing which, of course, is setting him up to have his experience of directing the upcoming Jungle Book movie that he's doing for... He's doing Jungle Book. Yeah, he's doing the Jungle Book movie Jungle that's Cruise. for... Uh, no, Jungle Book. Oh. It's another Jungle Book movie. It's based more on the book, but it's uh, that one's for uh, Warner Brothers, I think, or something. Strange. Is that the one that was that's the one that pushed was, back? Yeah, it was pushed back so it wouldn't be released at the same time as the the John Favreau one. Fair enough. But they were announced about the same time. Right. I will say that Andy Serkis is a genius. He's amazing. Agreed. So anyways, yeah, second unit director is a very important position. This is important because as Ava DuVernay points out, it will be a black woman directing stories in a galaxy far, far away. And of course, this came right on top of the announcement that Kathy Yen had been tapped to direct the uh, Harley Quinn Birds of Prey movie, which will make her the first Asian director to mm. the Asian woman to direct a comic book movie and only second woman direct a DC film. And then of course we uh, and then of course Ava DuVernay herself was tapped by DC to do the New Gods movie. So it's a big deal getting women and people of color out there behind the camera. Now I'm a DC fanboy from way back, but I don't think New Gods is like important enough to have its own movie. That's what they said about Guardians of the Galaxy. I guess that's true. I could I see New Gods being the DC Guardians of the Galaxy because a lot of I people Guardians of the Galaxy was announced. I mean, I knew what it was because from way back, but I mean, even to me, it was like like a super lesser known property. It's like, well, why are they doing this? It's, it's like, like what's the, the big JL, deal? The JLI International or something. <laughs> Uh, 
Who's who's in the new gods? Tell us. Well, the new gods is where like Apocalypse and uh, Dark Side and uh, New Genesis and all that stuff, and that was all the worlds that were created by Jack Kirby when he was unceremoniously pushed out of Marvel. He went over to DC and created all this wonderful worlds and characters for DC, and basically created what would end up being one of Superman's greatest villains yeah in dark side he also created uh so the, what apparently dark side the hero in this story no he wouldn't be the hero he's Anti-hero. still the, he's still the villain because uh it's kind of a long story of how the whole new gods thing works out but there was a whole there was a whole sun swap who, who there's the a heroes? whole sun swapping thing and uh the new god the the heroes would all be all of the uh the new gods that are from the planet uh new genesis and then the villains are all the people from like uh, Dark Side, which right. are from the planet Apocalypse. Apocalypse. But there's a whole thing where the the leader of the of uh, New Genesis is the High Father. But there was a whole thing, a peace treaty, like what, like eons ago or something, where they were the High Father and uh, Dark Side switched sons. And Calabac, uh, who is a minion of Dark Side, is actually the High Father's son. And uh, damn, I forget. I forget the guy's. It's name. okay. It's just too much information. Yeah, I told you it was a lot of information. That's fine. But yeah, the important thing is, is that it was a, it was created by Jack Kirby, who was a, basically a comic god. Let's get time for the mail. Let's get time for the mail. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good one, right? It's like <laughs> let's get ready to rumble. But... Like... All right. So our first email is from um, an old friend. Whoa, Jake. No, it's not Jake. Oh, this time. damn it! This is from Michael Knight, Mister Knight. Whoa, Mister Knight. Yeah. I, don't know if I've ever, I don't know if I've ever heard. Have of we even him. heard from him since the uh, Dodger game? No, I don't think so. Because yeah, he was there, right? Did yeah. He, yeah. Is he I didn't writing get to, to prove him. that he listens? Huh? Is he writing to prove that he listens? He still listens. Okay, he said. Okay, his hat or his uh, subject line is Pixar Fast Fat Time. Uh oh. He says, "What's up, guys? It's been a long time since I've written to you guys. So I was at the parks yesterday, Friday, for some 420 in the parks. LOL. I've fallen behind. I've fallen behind on the podcast, but slowly starting to catch up on them." So, um, yeah, he's a little behind. On the- it's okay. It's okay. What, where it's, is he at? I don't know. It's nice to admit that you're behind, but then it's nice to also say that you're going to get caught up. So, I mean, at least we nice know you're thing. trying. Does he know who I am yet? That's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah. Is he pre Tim yet or is he post Tim? <laughs> so, wanted to write in a review on some of the food I, that I've had a chance to try at the parks. He says, So, me and my girl went over to Paradise Grill. And it had the street tacos and the potato cake plate. Can't remember the name. So my review on them is the tacos. The tacos were delicious and full of flavor. They are a good size portion for the tacos and the combination of the pickled onions on top and a little bit of lime makes it so delicious. All right. I'm just going to stop real quick because uh, I think you're going to make some of us hungry over here. Because I was like. I know we're stopping for food. I just like start thinking about tacos. Yeah, I want some tacos, street tacos. Damn, carne asada. All right, he says the rice was pretty good as well. I'm gonna uh, have to disagree on that type of rice because it's nasty. Uh, (laughs) My only complaint that would have to be why use black beans? Good question. Good question. My question about chili in general: Why would you put? I mean, he's not talking about chili, but why do you put beans in chili? It needs to be all meat. 
<laughs> I know we've had this discussion. Because I like beans and chili. That's well, why. Beans in general is just a waste of space. Unless it's like hummus, like chickpea beans. Those are good. All right. He said they should have used uh, some pinto or Peruvian beans. My, uh, my girlfriend had the potato cake plate and it was really good. I thought it was a little on the small side, but overall it was good. Oh, he said, look below for a picture of the food. Oh, we'll, we'll get to that. Oh, I'll, I'll get to that right now. Oh, here we go. Wow. You know what? This is a nice picture. This is a very, very nice picture. Ooh, hmm, make sure you send that to me. Yes. Is that a rancho? That's at the Garden Grill. Oh, okay. That's well put together. I'm surprised. It, it looks better than I anticipated. That's a nice looking picture. I like that picture. All right, I'm going to stop looking. He's going to have so to So they have a uh, Mexican still at the Paradise Garden Grill. Evidently. That's still the menu left over from, uh, from the Coco. Co- this is the Coco menu for <laughs> Pixar. Oh, that's the Coco menu for Pixar. Right. That's where they were selling the one of, one of the places they were selling the Coco mug, right? Yes. Yeah, that the other Mexican restaurant in DCA and at Rancho. Yeah. Cocina. Rancho Zocalo. Whatever. Zocalo. Zocalo. All right, so he goes on to say, I'm going to include a tip for you guys and the rest of the Mouse Power listeners. Uh-oh. Let's hear it. He says, so now one of my favorite Disney parades are back, Paint the Night. If you're looking for a great view of the parade and somewhere to chill on chairs and a table, head over to the newly renovated patio section at Sonoma Terrence. There Before are plenty- they start charging. He says, there are plenty of uh, tables and chairs, and you can get some awesome views and great pictures of the parade. Now, I thought that was going to be a, a dining area. or It may eventually be. Dining package area. I mean, it only made sense since it's brand new, and, you know, if they're not doing that right now, then, yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. Because, like I said last time, I was going to go over there and chill and watch the, the, the soft opening, but there was already people over there. All right, now uh, he has a Dirty Award. Uh Uh-oh. Whoa. (laughs) He says, my Dirty Award goes to Disney security checkpoints to to get on the tram at the parking structure. Oh, new one. They have gotten so strict, which is a good thing on safety standards, but man, have they just made it feel like you're on a a line for another ride. Try the popcorn bucket line next time, buddy. <laughs> the problem is that they don't even know what they're searching. He says uh, they have restricted how many people they allow to get underneath to be checked and have backed up the lines almost to the point where as soon as you come down the escalator, you're already on the line. Well, if you would heard our podcast and you will catch up, you will know why we told you about the fire marshal not allowing that many people or and all that fire stuff so that's why right you're going through yeah fire marshal bill was not happy about all the people Let me that tell you were something. Under, exactly <laughs> he was not happy about all the people that were underneath and uh yeah now uh mr knight over here sent us a picture of um paint the night with mac every time i think of paint the night now i think of the sensational music okay i if they just switched it once would it confuse people well of course <laughs> that'd be funny it'd be hilarious I just want to go on to say that um, he did not uh, include a closing to his uh, email, so that's oh. about it on that. Okay. It is. <laughs> rather abrupt. Yeah, so uh, you know what? Uh, um, thank you for your email, Mr. Knight. It's good to hear from you again. Yes. Yeah, make sure you send me that picture. I will. That was a good picture of some food. 
you know, so the rule is when Dan is here, he does a live email, right? Right. So I think that since we have Elizabeth here, the Dumbo lady, she should do a live email. Yeah, she could. Yeah, you you have to. Yeah. It's the rule. If you're here and you're not writing an email, you have to do a live one. You can talk about the cheese the cheese flight. Oh yeah, well, you said it, you were going to talk about you. Yeah, that's right. You said you were going to talk about your package. Well, this is we'll do it in the live in the sense of a live email. Come here, come over here. You're going to get in the Come on. You you have to be part Wait, of it. Wait, are you done? For that one. Oh, no, I'll okay. just Are you going to do it now? Band. Yeah. Okay. So we went to the Cafe Orleans for my birthday meal today. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! So uh, the we ordered, well, Brittany had a steak, our daughter, uh, and then we ordered one they of the- steak at Cafe Orleans? Evidently. Oh, Steak and potatoes yeah. uh, with like- uh, Did you get palm frites? Brussels sprouts. We did not, no. So we, we ordered one of the Ratatouille specials, the, the $40 per person Ratatouille special, and then we ordered an additional vegetarian Ratatouille- and then I got some cheese grits on the side, which were part of a shrimp dish that I just wanted. The che- I just wanted the cheese grits. I just wanted the shrimp. So <laughs> a big piece of shrimp too. Why don't you review? First? That's a lot of vegetables. So what do you what oh, do you get? You what do you get with this, Elizabeth? Uh, it's a three course. Three course. Meal. We already read on the podcast what it is. Right. Well, tell we'll, us about it. Well, let's see. Let's start with the first part. Well, the starter is the cheese flight. Um, I'm not a cheese person. How dare you? I In general, she only likes cheese on certain stuff. Only on certain things. I will say that this was ab- the absolutely best cheese flight I've ever had in wow. my entire life. And you've had a lot of no, cheese I flights. No, I haven't. <laughs> Would you say this is your best cheese experience you've ever it, had? It is. It yeah. is. Because I, I almost felt like... Um, in the movie Ratatouille, where uh, Remy's telling his brother how he has to like eat, mix the flavors, mix right? The flavors. Oh, I right. Almost felt like that because on the cheese flight, you got honeycomb and you got pecans and dried figs and dried cranberries and dried mango, dried mango, and and three different cheeses with three different types of cheeses. Um, like what is it? it's like there's like a soft cheese kind of a tart with the cheese with a little bit of mold in it and then there's a a harder cheese like the texture of what would you say the texture of that like a swiss like a thick piece of swiss but like it, a jarlsberg but it wasn't it was it was it was hard but it, at the same time it was more flavorful than anything you'd normally get thank I you i will say that mixing the cheese that has the mold with the honeycomb was like honey, the best thing it was amazing and then a little bit of cranberries on top you can put a pecan and then you t- just one big bite and all the flavors mix it's did like, you go to the honeycomb oh. hideout <laughs> that was the only honeycomb we could have but uh i highly recommend it it was awesome so moving on well, I'll tell you the second part, the, the the part later. But she got the shrimp ratatouille entree as the the centerpiece of this. Yummy. Now I ordered the vegetarian without the shrimp. And, Why was it uh, the same price? Uh, I think it was. I don't know. It was no, like another. It was, it it was, was like another eighteen bucks or something for the shrimp. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just for the three. Shrimp. So we had this dish in three. Eighteen dollars for three shrimp. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> It was eighteen dollars for just the ratatouille, but, right? But it's more expensive when you get the shrimp. Oh yeah, and you only get three shrimp, right? So, 
we had the ratatouille in Paris at the ratatouille restaurant where everything is giant and you're miniature. Uh, And I'll say that there, the pieces of the squash, zucchini, tomato, and eggplant were sliced thinner and they were arranged almost like in a flower presentation. And there was more sauce and it was in like a bowl, right? Mm -hmm. Not, Not a bowl, but a... Uh, a little bit of a curvature so that it held its juices, so to speak. Uh, this one, basically, they just sliced each layer and they just kind of pile them up. And then it gets cooked and then they dump a bunch of the sauce or they maybe it's cooked in the sauce. I'm not sure. Hers was really good and I guess very tender. Mm-hmm. Mine was undercooked. The I don't know, maybe because I ordered the vegetarian and not the one with the shrimp or something, but mine was completely undercooked. So I sent it back for another cheese flight because the cheese flight was fantastic. <laughs> and they swapped them out no problem. I figured like, how dare this American not want our shrimp? Well, they, I was sitting it undercooked. They were going to charge us. It was $40 for the whole thing. They charged me 18 just for the ratatouille vegetarian. And then she gave us another cheese flight. I would have rather gone to Steakhouse 55 and get that mac and cheese again. Yeah. True, but we wanted to try. We really loved Ratatouille when we were in Paris, and we wanted to give it a shot. Uh, the third piece is the very stuffed beignets a la mode, and it comes in a little dish. Uh, three very small stuffed beignets, right? They're like They're little. balls. Yeah. They're much smaller than the beignets you would get at um, the mint julep. Thing. So was the package worth it? The cheese flight for me was like the end. Yeah. So it was worth it was worth the amazing. price. Yeah. Especially if you go. get the shrimp on the ratatouille. It's, if you're a shrimp person, I'm not, but if you're a shrimp person And they're pretty big sizes, so I mean, it would have I to be for three it. shrimp to make it worth it. Right. Surprisingly, three. I'll say this. I ordered I ate I ate half the shrimp, or excuse me, half of the cheese flight. And then we ate another cheese flight between us. So I basically, we had one cheese flight each. I had a gumbo uh, starter, very small thing of gumbo. And I didn't eat all of it. She had some. And then I had two bites of the dessert and a side of cheese grits. And I was stuffed. And it wasn't really well, a lot That's that same gumbo that they gave you as a starter at uh, Blue Bayou. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gumbo. wasn't a ton of food. The, the gumbo was really small. The ratatouille, I only took a couple bites of. There's it a lot of cooked. rice there, though, right? Very, just a little scoop on Tiny. top. Oh, okay. Not much. That's not bad, then. The the grits, I guess, are really filling, and the cheese, surprise. I mean, maybe because you get the little toast that you put it on. Send and take me a, a picture of uh, your best picture of the cheese flight. Anyway, that's our live, uh, Elizabeth's live uh, email, right? It was yummy. I recommend it. Live fat time email. And then for five bucks more, you can get the ratatouille straw spoon thing. Right, as we discussed earlier, which you could, or you could just go to the plaza and just get it. Right, which I will probably, which I will probably do. So, is there more, any more emails now that we're done? Yeah, yes. so our next email is from Giselle the Gazelle, and uh, her subject line is Premier Pass. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, we got a big shot over here. All right, she says, uh, "What's up, Mousepire? Oh my gosh, I'm the worst emailer ever." I've instant messaged Diggs a few times, but I haven't sent in a formal email. Very sorry. Let's catch y'all up. She says, yes, I love when you guys add in the little song clips. 
I laugh so hard, especially Anthony's Monsters After Dark and Lava. And Tim is always so hilarious. Like the things I laugh about, you guys get mad at him for. But to be fair, I do hear you guys always ask if he's paying attention. Pay attention, Tim. You know what? You're like my new favorite listener. (laughs) Other than Elizabeth, of course. She doesn't count. So the fact that you think I'm funny is awesome. All right. She says, I was. I'm not paying attention. She says, so I was there after all for the autism event. I was there on the actual day, but since my flight got in so early, I was there when the park opened and did some shopping. I had to go home. I was way too tired and needed to sleep. Sad I missed it, though. I wasn't paying attention. What did she miss? You can listen to it later. Okay. Uh, She says, then I was there the day after Pixar Fest started, Saturday. And I got there around 12. It was not bad at all. Cool merch, not for me, but still pretty exciting. Towards the end of the night, it got a little busier. But other than that, it was an easy day. She says, I've been looking into the Disney Premier Pass for both Disneyland and Disney World. So apparently the cast member who helped me said I had to pay it all at once. And since my Disneyland passport is already like 1200 what's an extra 300 right? Wrong. So if I were to renew, I would only get the remaining from my current passport and still have to pay the 1500 Wait. She would only get the remaining months, but have to pay the additional upgrade. Right. So she's paying the extra three or 400 bucks, but she's only getting whatever's left six months or four months or whatever she has left. The trick with that, Giselle, if you're listening, is that uh, when your pass is up for renewal, you renew your Disneyland pass at the highest level. You put it on whatever payment plan you want to put it on, no down payment, and then you upgrade in cash for the difference. That's how you get that's how you do that. There they don't offer payments on the premier plan. However, you can get your signature plus on payments for 1150 or whatever it costs and then upgrade the difference to the premier. So if 1150 to 1579 or whatever it costs, that difference in price of 400 bucks or so, uh that you'd have to but, pay. Okay, in so cash. I guess she's saying that um that Premier Pass would expire when her pass expires. It does, yeah. Okay, because that's what she says. She says it's no different than any other upgrade. If you get a deluxe and you have your deluxe on payments, you have to pay the difference to the signature in cash. You can't put it on payments. And if you, whenever you decide to upgrade, you still only get the time you have left. All right, because she said this would expire in October when mine does, so I have to wait until it expires if I want to get it. Long story short, short, no premier passport for me yet. I mean, if she's going to go twice to Disney World, she needs to figure out the price versus the number of days. It shouldn't matter when it expires. It may be the better value for her if she's going to be there two times and she's going to be there, I think it's more than six or seven days or something total uh, or maybe maybe 10 days. I don't remember exactly what it is, but you have to figure out how many days. Because if you're going to be there for four days, the price of that ticket is like $432 or whatever. But it's not much more to add five, six, seven, and eight and, and on and going on. We tried, we figured this out. I don't remember the exact the more, numbers, but the more days 
Yeah, the more the I mean to add the twelve the tenth or twelfth day is like five bucks. So I but, don't do math. <laughs> but but if you're going in multiple trips, so let's say you're she's going for four days now and four days later, uh begin, right before her pass expires, October and May. And she's going for four days and four days, well she's gonna end up spending on a pass over I mean a, a thing over there, she's gonna end up spending four hundred bucks on her tickets every time she goes. What was what what if it was four days and four nights? I don't think the nights matter. <laughs> you had me for a second. Uh the I mean she could get a pass over there by itself, but I mean what would be the point? At that point it doesn't matter when it expires. It's still going to be your better value. I'll I'll close it by saying that again it doesn't matter how long it lasts. If it's your better value, it's your better value. If however you're going to postpone your year of traveling and you want to get more time out of it, then wait till October and then start going to Walt Disney World a bunch because that's not that far away. If you're going to go in October and then you're going to go in December and then you're going to go in March and then you're going to go again in May and then you're going to go in September, you know, then you're going to get all those trips out of your premiere. And it's cheap to fly to Florida. You can fly to Florida for under 300 bucks. $250 we flew one time. All right, she says, what are we doing here then? Let's go right now. Bye. <laughs> all right, she says, happy birthday, Tim. How old are you officially? Not in mouse years. Not my, counting. My, my birthday was the 16th. I turned 26. Uh, I've lost track. I'm glad to hear that you're in your 20s. Lies. Uh, I've lost track and I don't. It, it, people keep saying numbers at me and none of them sound right. So you we'll don't just look leave a day over 44. Oh, no. I'm much younger than that. I can guarantee you. Well, happy belated to Giselle. Happy belated. Yeah. yeah when yes. is hers again? Hers was on the 16th. Oh, she's just missed the executive cool guy cutoff for the Tauruses on the 20th, so, or 19th, I think. Uh, she's, I believe, a Gemini. Yeah. No, no, Gemini is, is after. She would be, oh, man, I don't know. She'll have to tell us in the next email. All right, so she says, so sad I missed the meetup. Can you guys do another one? Love, G. What we, meetup? We need to do another meetup. Oh, is that the meetup I missed? <laughs> yeah, the, we, yeah. No, but we really need to do like a proper meetup. Maybe even not at the park. We could do one at a local eatery of some sort. I like a to fu- eat. A Fuddruckers maybe Ooh. or uh, something. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We could pick something. Meet up at Tim's house. I agree. We're going to have to do that next week because you can't have us here apparently. Right. All right. Well, thank you for your email, Giselle the Gazelle. All right. So our next email is from... Dan the Mailman. Dan, Dan the Mailman. This subject line is, those lines are for what? Whoa. All right, he says, as I write this, happy birthday to the fresh one who turns 55 today. (laughs) I'll take it. It doesn't sound right, though. All right, he says, all I see online are posts about the gates of Pirates of the Caribbean being closed and saying bye to the redhead and ridiculously long lines at Long lines for popcorn buckets. That's weird because I haven't seen a single post of somebody posted of the uh, the gates closed at Pirates. I haven't seen a single one. Yeah, uh, this one looks like it may have Sully beat as all the pass holes turned out in droves to pick up on a Tuesday, no less, what happened to people working during the week. I know. Imagine if that had come out on the Friday. Now, uh, Elizabeth, uh, I believe she said that when we were in line. Don't they work? Don't these people work? I don't know. Do you? <laughs> All three of you? 
We all took the day off, right? Mm. Yes, we took the day off. You know, the people sitting here, our situations might be a little bit different, but we do have to wonder how it is that all these annual pass holders showed up on a Tuesday to get this popcorn bucket. That's just, I mean, it's crazy to think how many people probably either took a day off or whatever it was. We were flabbergasted all day long by that. Yeah, I was in awe. All right, he says, I was was able to order the record store day... Star Wars release, which is a 10-inch pork-shaped record with a couple of songs from The Last Jedi, including the Canto Bite. Um, yes, I believe that was the B-side. That's where Beth was, right? Yes. The kiss thing. Yes, the uh, the pork-shaped record came out this last Saturday, of course, was Record Store Day. Right, right, right. And it came out. I wasn't able to get over to try and get it myself because of taking care of sick people. But I expected that that probably sold out pretty fast at most places. All right, so I, I don't know where he was able to order it. That's kind of cool if he was able to order it, yeah. not have to actually go to a store and get it. I um I uh I should have kept reading the email because this is part of the oh, okay. or, or, or the sentence, the next sentence. So I'm gonna start over because he said, including the Canto Bite, you know, the one that got the mouse power YouTube episode blocked. Oh right, yes. <laughs> All right. Um, he says I'm supposed to get it next week, so I'll send pics. And a quick review. All right, so his question, it says, some dirtbag website reported that towers from Galaxy's Edge could be seen from the ROA, and this made them butthurt. What are your thoughts on it? I don't know what that means. can be seen from something, and they were complaining, essentially. Yeah, I don't know who's complaining. I mean, how high is it? What were they expecting? <laughs> I doubt very much it's any higher than, uh, say, Matterhorn or... Or uh, the Guardian's Tower or any other tall structure. I don't know why people complain. I mean, as he poignantly said, some dirtbag site. So, I mean, that's pretty much sums it all up. Yeah. Um, he says, till hopefully this weekend, Dan out. P.S. I wrote this on my phone, so can't control the font size. <laughs> P.P.S. Oh, my. <laughs> he says... <laughs> Did you know you could buy medicine at the store and stay home if you're sick at the park? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yes, a running gag. Oh, that hurt. That's funny. And Tim's not even paying attention. I am. But to what? You tell us. The quiz. Quiz. Things. Quiz. What? What did he just say? Now you've got me all confused. Well, that's not hard. All right, so he said, did you know you can buy medicine at the store and stay at home if you're sick at the park? <laughs> of course. See, it would have been funnier the first time if he had been paying attention. Yeah. It, it just, it's an ongoing gag. Yeah. As I said, oh, running gag. All right, thank you for your email, Dan the Mailman. Anyway, yeah, well, thank you for your email, Mr. Knight. Nice to hear from you again. Giselle the Gazelle. Uh, hopefully we can uh, think about a meetup and we'll let you know, let everyone know when we'll be doing that. And uh, Dan, the mailman, thank you for your email. Yes, uh, don't forget uh, you can find, actually you cannot find, you can barely find Dan the Man this week on his new episode of his podcast, Extraordinary Culture Podcast, but the episode that he is not really on. <laughs> He's not he, on it. Yeah, he, they recorded, his cohorts recorded without him. 
this month Bastard. because he was out on assignment, quote unquote. Oh, yeah. in other words, Dan was busy, but he does appear in a cameo giving a report on uh, New Japan wrestling. <laughs> but it was yeah. okie dokie. All right, so, so if anybody has any uh, comments, questions, your own tip of the week, your own dirty award, or any uh, reports on Japan wrestling or whatever that was, all you have to do is email us. Mousefire at gmail.com. Now, we're going to extend some more fat time. We're going to talk about some... Um, cake. Cake. Uh-oh. Because, And this is not about the cake that we ate before Tim got here. Not his birthday cake. Yeah, we didn't eat. Not about his birthday cake. God, I really hate you guys. <laughs> But yeah, this is the uh, Pixar so cake. Hungry too. Pixar cake that they're serving over at the Plaza Inn. Yeah, is that only at Plaza? As like so most of the cake, as far as I know. Yeah, it's more usually... like a jolly holiday type item. But well, I don't know because we have had several. A lot of your larger cakes usually do end up over at the Plaza. Yeah, because the electrical parade cake was. Yeah, only the electrical at the Plaza. parade cake was at the Plaza. There was another cake. The old, uh, oh the the uh, the strawberry shortcake cake. Now, let me say this real, real, real quick. Over at Jolly Holiday, they have a strawberry shortcake bunt cake. Oh, okay. That's gotta, worth trying. I got to try that. But, yeah, what about this cake? Now, I don't remember what the exact name of this cake is, but it's supposedly it is the it is the uh, the Pixar cake. It's the one that has the uh, white frosting. It has a yellow, blue, and red layer. It's supposedly supposed to be... A lemon, blue vanilla, and red velvet cake with cream cheese frosting and raspberry puree. But? But we get word from Richard and Sarah of Skywalking Through Neverland who quote, uh, who quote, so the Pixar cake looks way cuter than it tastes. Supposed to be lemon, raspberry, but they couldn't taste any of the flavors at all. Basically, they're saying that despite them saying that each of the layers is supposed to be a different flavor, it just basically tastes like cake with food coloring. Kind of like how in the past, there's supposedly some of the churros were supposed to be flavored, but they were not flavored. They were just colored. Well, like you mean the Star Wars ones, yeah. Well, the Star Wars ones, and then there was another one. But, yeah, so take that as you will. When you, I, I will say when I saw that first picture that I thought that was a possibility. I said, you know, this could be really good or it could be really bland. It looks like sponges. Now that 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 goes with along with what I was talking about that parfait that was supposed to be a blackberry filling and but it's red but it's red and tastes like raspberry right and it's supposed to be lime but I didn't taste any hint of lime in that but he loved it right oh I loved it <laughs> just saying you know they're saying this probably is what because he didn't taste lime right exactly I mean I would have I would have tasted lime if there was lime a there. little bit of lime though adds a lot to a lot of stuff I mean if only we wouldn't have tasted the mint so much on that one mint uh julep no, no on, the, on the mint uh uh whoopie pie whoopie pie right that tasted like I had just brushed my teeth oh the whoopie pie with the booze in it no, no, it was a no. mint whoopie pie. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you were the other one with the booze in it. Yeah, that was, well, that was the one that I had heard that was way too boozy, and <laughs> it, it, boozy. Uh, he decided not to try it. You're boozy. Thank Boo-zalicious. you. Boozalicious. So take that as you will. If you guys were interested in trying the Pixar cake over there at Plaza Inn, the multicolored one, if you were expecting lots of flavors, maybe you might want to skip it. But if you just wanted just for cake, then... Have at it. I think I'm going to try it. Okay, well, you can let us know whether you think that it tastes like lemon, blue vanilla, and yes, I will let you know. And uh, red velvet with raspberry puree. 
been a lot of fat time tonight. I like it. Time to eat. We need to get a bite. And all we have is a bag of popcorn. Fix our popcorn. Fix our popcorn. Fix our popcorn. A bag of two and a half hour, $20 pips. Fix our popcorn. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties. Or just because. Check out buttonsbydigs.com today. Buttons by Digs. Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. So that's it. That's that, all we've got. That's that's about it. We're wrapping it up. We're going to wrap it up and uh, put it in a pot and pan or something like that. I don't know. A lot We're of, putting it in a pan and stir frying it. We uh, had a lot of fat time today. That's exactly my point. Yeah. It's a fat time cheese flight day. <laughs> Man, I, you know, honestly, we need to get cheese flights everywhere now because like i didn't realize how wonderful it was to mix all these flavors like ratatouille's cousin <laughs> or was ratatouille's brother brother the brother rat the brother rat brother rat whatever his name was that, that'd be a good movie brother rat brother rat like brother it's bear? like brother bear but with rats <laughs> and they're chefs and they hide in hats i was thinking of bro- oh, brother rat where art thou <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you could probably make a whole meal out of just cheese flights if you did it right. Um, probably throw some salami in there. Ooh, yeah, exactly. Cheese and salami—that's my favorite. It's like music to my ears. And strawberries. They had one strawberry on the cheese flight. I was like, seriously, one? But I guess it's meant for one person, so I let her have it. Well, yeah, that's it uh, for this edition of the Mouse Pyre Podcast. And like always, we appreciate everyone who takes. Their time to listen to us uh, ramble on and talk fat food and um, get mad at Tim for not paying attention. The only thing I have to say is that if you're listening to this on Thursday night or Friday and you want an AP popcorn bucket, hurry up hurry. because they're likely not going to last very long. Uh, if they if even they're last, even still if they're around. even still around by then, hopefully you haven't waited for us to tell you to go get one. Exactly. And don't forget, on May 1st, uh, tickets for Star Wars Night Part 2. The second-class citizens of Star Wars Night. I had to say literally, literally somebody today when we were in line, they were discussing Star the second one, and they were like, oh, all the cool people will be at the first one. Well, you weren't here when we were talking about they actually doing uh, different things. They're, uh, yeah. So they can try to get you to go twice, basically. Maybe go twice, yeah, maybe that. But they're doing uh, different um Another photo op that isn't there for the first one. Who's this photo op? They don't say. It doesn't say. Oh, it's Mo- a surprise. All of the things that they are mentioning for the second one are very, very vague, like not extremely detailed. So they're still trying to figure it out, kind of and thing. And two of the four you may or may not have to spend extra money for. Ooh. But we don't know. Because one involves Acme Archives. And one involves a book by Ashley Eckstein. So it's like, oh, are you going to have to buy the Acme Archives art to get it signed? Or are you going to have to buy the Ashley Eckstein book to get it signed? Usually like, when they have artists there of whatever caliber, author, artist, whatever, they'll pretty much sign anything you ask them to sign. Well, yeah, but, I mean, either way, you still have to have something. Right. It's, you're not going to have an artist sign something, especially like the Acme Archives one, you're not going to have an artist sign something that's not theirs, and the chance you're just going to show up with, well, except for maybe that, with the, the chance you're just going to happen to show up with something that by that artist, or you're going to go all the way to the Disney or to the Star Wars night 
with a poster in your hand or a or a well, poster brand. wouldn't be ideal, but I mean, if they brought, I mean, the, like this is the kind of stuff like that's from Ar- Acme Archives. Right. It's not like just some poster you could just roll up and just walk around with. I mean, I guess you could, but if it's a book, well, and then I mean, most security, of their stuff's already signed, so it's like, yeah. if it's a book, though, security would probably consider that a weapon and not let you in with it. <laughs> oh yeah, most likely, most likely. <laughs> All right, so yeah, those tickets go on sale on May 1st, and the party for that one, part two, is on May 9th. So if you're interested in that, uh, head over to Disneyland.com and tickets and all that kind of stuff, and probably go on sale at 6 a.m. I was going to say that something I was thinking about earlier, because I had all this downtime just standing in lines, is that uh, I had a question for our listeners. If I'll, I'll mention it earlier in the show next week, but uh, a prompt for an email or a message that we'd like to get from you is what's been your, and we can save these all for one particular show, maybe in a few weeks. What is the strangest situation you've ever witnessed or the strangest thing you've had ever had happen to you at Disneyland or Disneyland resort, California adventure. So if you're listening, prove it to us by writing in or sending a video or posting to the page or some sort of contact from you. Mousepire at what? gmail.com he's got that the page has a message link uh, again I'll message, I'll message this earlier in the week but I've had some strange things happen to us at Disneyland and I I could tell my stories but you know like a magical memories kind of thing I was but, just thinking that if it's a good enough story that we could actually include and have a an addition of Mousepire's magical memories to read some of your magical and we can then we can add our memories. own yeah magical weird memories there or you something go. like that that's that was my thought it's not, i don't know how a weird memory would be magical but don't expect this to happen in the next couple of weeks the the show but Mousepire's miserable memories there you <laughs> go it could be a bad situation too it would be the same <laughs> as long as you're not complaining Jail. we don't want to hear you complain like you would to city hall you got to have a good sense of humor. I already about do that it. every week. So, Woo-hoo. anyway, share your weird situations. Have you encountered strange people? Uh, straws. Have they straws? Have they done? Uh, yeah, things like that. I've got a good one, but save it. I'll save it. All right. Don't forget Disney Channel Go Fan Fest will be coming to the parks on May twelfth. I believe that would that's the date. If 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 I, if I was wrong, well, I already told you what date it was. But yeah, check that out if you guys are inter- interested in that. Uh, Disney Channel stars will be there. Meet and greets, parades, and um, script readings from the uh, cast of um, DuckTales. There you go. All right, so make sure you guys are following all the social medias. We will probably not be really keeping up to date on what's sold out and what is. You guys will just have to figure that out for yourselves. If we do know anything, maybe we will post it, but maybe not. But maybe... Once Soli comes back, we should probably post it. Let everybody know that Soli has come back. And if the aliens do sell out, well, sucks for everybody that doesn't get one. Keep track of all that on the social medias. We are Mousepire on Facebook. We are, of course, at Mousepire on Twitter and the Instagrams. You can see what all the weirdness that I post on Twitter. I am at Dubacks for Life, the Dubacks number four and life. Also, just a note that in case you guys obviously missed me last week, not really necessarily being on the podcast, but I did guest host, albeit after Michael, but I did guest host on the Disney Universe podcast, which came out this past week. You you, you guest hosted when it was like your expertise. Well, I didn't guest, it wasn't really guest host, but I did appear on the Disney Universe podcast, 
talking Disney soundtracks with Sarah Woloski from Skywalking Through Neverland. That's something you know a lot about, though. Yes, that is why Joey specifically asked the two of us to come on it, because he knows that we are aficionados of the Dirty Disney, no invite. Disney music. I hey, just think we should all be invited. I know, but that's between you and Joey, because now that Michael and I have both been on the podcast, it seems a little fair that you get to be on there next talking about something. <laughs> How about her? Who are you? Yeah, Elizabeth the Dumbo Lady. And how do people find you if they want to like follow your personalness? I'm at Instagram at DisneyGirls25. Facebook. Facebook. Elizabeth Velasco. Yeah. The admin lady of Mouse Lovers 1313. <laughs> She's got a huge following, this lady. Like people, I'll post something and it'll get like a couple of responses <laughs> and she'll post almost identical stuff a couple days later. Just to, We've tried this a couple times and she'll get like a hundred responses. <laughs> But people like it when she posts stuff. It it is. She's adorable. So really, at that point, it doesn't matter who I am. All right. So you can follow me on Instagram. But, um, but I'm Tim. Yeah, that's Tim. The two men. No, he doesn't have tools. Follow me on Instagram at Blue1313. Also follow Buttons by Diggs on Instagram. There you will see when your button order is going out. I have a big button order that I uh, need to get started on. 150 buttons. Pretty Ooh. cool. And uh, yeah, check that out. Also, you can follow... DGP Clothing on Instagram or go to DGPClothing.com. Actually, on Instagram, it's DGP Clothing, D-O-T-C-O-M. And go to uh, DGPClothing.com. There you can get your mouse pyre gear. That's DNs and Donald, Jeans and Goofy, Peas and Pluto, Clothing.com. And don't forget to uh, head over to uh, Patreon.com slash Mousepire. Donate. Help support the podcast. Check out the $3 Michael the Mail Guy donation special going on over there. Uh, you can contribute there. Uh, you can contribute $3. Not the price of a corn dog. No. Or you can, you know, we will take a dollar. Even even cheaper. But you don't get the special. No. Like Michael the Mail Guy, not the price of a corn dog deal. Right. What and did I, I call it last week? What was I, it? I don't remember. Oh, it was good though. But I will uh, actually, I'm working on more. Um, incentives and rewards and all that kind of stuff over there so patreon.com slash mousepire helps support the podcast and uh head over to youtube and check out our youtube channel number Mouse- one is we could say them in their name and stuff on the radio on the, yeah on the they, air. it's all up on there so uh, yeah um youtube uh check out mousepire podcast on youtube uh tim the tech his uh computer is up and working Woo. and it's um yeah all brand new stuff whatever they did to it and um he uh, posted uh, last week's episode, so that one's already up and going. So, yeah, check that out. All you have to do is go to YouTube, search Mouse Power Podcast, or just hit the link that we post on our Facebook page. And until next time, remember, you can stand in line two hours for a popcorn bucket, or you can literally go do anything else, including getting yummy items for a lot less amount of time. So for Mini-Me, Bruno San Martino, and Left Shark, I'm Anthony. I'm Elizabeth. I'm Tim. I'm Diggs. Bye. I've seen your daily routine. You're not busy. Your cake was really good, Tim. Fuckers. This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio sound bites and other clips are property of their copyright holders 
all original stuff is ours and property of mousepower.com. I'll play with your Disney app. Whoa. 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 First you pick it up, then you put it in. Boom, boom, boom. It's the fat time and the old time tonight. DuckTales. See? Time for the mail. This is what every week he's on his phone. He never paid his attention. You know, things happen, and I'll do it again. We're doing it. I've heard it. <laughs> We're doing it and doing it and doing it. Wow. How do we close this thing up again? How many weeks have you been doing this? I just, my memory is not very good. <laughs> <laughs>